0: With a certain religion, do you think? No, it's like that. No, it's no? more to do no. with a kind of a drug, isn't it? It's a drug. Well, yeah. well those that take it want to be ashamed of themselves.
1: According to the Sun, there were. Thousands of empty ecstasy wrappers littering the floor of the 250-foot-long hangar. Drugs, sex, sensation.
2: Some newspapers have called acid house music a sinister and evil cult which lures young people into drug-taking. The message is certainly
0: getting across. The organisers kept the location secret until the very last moment, which was the main reason, according to the papers, why there were so few police here and they were unable to act. Drug crazed kids, some as young as 12, boogied for eight hours yesterday at Britain's biggest ever ecstasy bash. The party took place here, infiltrated by reporters from the Mail and the Sun. There's supposed to be a drugs related craze. What do you know about acid house music? It must affect the brain in some way. Unless it's rather. just the music that it does it. All knows? them lights flashing don't do you any good either, do it? Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't even go in the no. pub
2: with them lights, are. Oh, no, Look, no. maid, They drive you mate, Welcome to the 88 podcast with yours truly, Wayne Anthony. And on today's podcast, we have the founder of Fat Media. Fat Media is one of the largest databases of old school flyers, if not the largest database of old school flyers on the internet. And so today's podcast, we have Dave from Fat Media. How are you doing, Dave?
0: Uh, good Wayne, nice to see you, mate. How's yeah. things?
2: Good, mate. Good. So obviously we're all in lockdown, and you're you're in your surrounded by your entire collection. now, I see.
0: Yeah, this is like it's my flyer den slash office. So uh, built a little extension on the house, not just for my flyers, of course. <laughs> I wouldn't tell the wife that anyway. But uh, yeah, so I've made it a bit of a flyer den, and I work from home before lockdown anyway. So uh, for about the last three years, I've been just been making. Bit by bit adding little bits to the to the den and uh it's all in my little room
2: (laughs) so to start off with uh before we get to fat media and this massive database and the large community of people that you've created around this database let's talk about um the old days and and, i mean was you I, i mean i'm not sure how old you are but you was partying during 1988 and 89 yes
0: no, I, mean, I was a bit yeah. too young. Yeah, yeah, I was young, so I was born a bit later. Um, yeah. You know, sort of 92, 93, that was my my uh, era. But sure. just before that, my cousin used to work in, um, I was from Plymouth at the time. I lived in Plymouth and I had some family in Essex and my cousin worked in uh, Basebox Records, I think, in Buckersfield to get the information right. And she would send me down all these packs of flyers and we'd get some in Plymouth, but all my mates be so jealous of all these like London and Essex and surrounding areas all the flyers from there and you know obviously so many more as well than you get in Plymouth sure and, um, so- yeah, that on, was, sorry, yeah that was it really that was it was I blame my cousin Katie for giving me the flyer buzz man. so that's well, when I thought no, but about. we all
2: caught that we all caught that flyer buzz I, I remember I I've had so many different collections of flyers actually over the years because yeah. you know you lose some I remember I remember one collection, um, one of my original Genesis collection of stuff that I actually lost, I actually ended up, um, a friend of Keith, who I actually used to do Genesis with, it ended up that I actually borrowed, a a friend of his was being, um, was going to court for this, it was a massive case, and it was this massive... um, it was to do with robbing this building of like postage stamps and these postage stamps it was like worth millions oh, wow. and these lads they actually got caught breaking into this building because yeah. it was like a non-discreet building it didn't you know it wasn't extra security or anything like that it was nondescript. so no one actually knew what was housed inside but they did and they knew that this stamp collection was there and so they broke into there and they got caught when they and they, I mean they were grown men it wasn't our age they were like you know twi- twice our age yeah. and they said that they were breaking in there to find venues where asses for acid house party oh, promoters
1: okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
2: so I ended up we are getting embroidered in this case and um I mean, he was a friend of Keith's family whatever and so they asked us if we could kind of you know bring him up to speed with what a promoter wants and what they're looking for. Would I be up for giving him some flyers and stuff like that? And so I went and I gave him my whole folder of flyers, you know, to make him look all official. I gave him all the contracts. I gave him everything. And I never, ever saw it again. I mean, I, I don't know what happened. I don't even know what happened to the, to the guy because obviously we were involved in our own stuff, our own lives. Yeah, were going. I
1: but yeah.
2: um, I, I don't think he... I think he went to prison <laughs> In fact, yeah, right. you know, but, uh, but I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not sure, you know, but um, but flyers has been like, we all, we always collecting flyers. And so what made yeah. you actually, so let's talk about, because one of the things that I wanted to do with this podcast, it wasn't necessarily that I only wanted to talk to people that came from the acid house era. What's interesting to me. And I think what's interesting to listeners and people watching is what also grew from acid house. You know, and the people that came yeah. from that, the, the energy that that movement produced, all those that came after, they were kind of all spurned on by what had happened before that. And that's why it's interesting to speak to characters like yourself, because what you've came along, what you come along and do later is you create this massive archive of flyers and almost like a historian in a, in a curator format and in a curated format and that's why I think it's important to speak to people like you because it doesn't really matter if you wasn't if you wasn't partying you know my parties or sunrise or biology It it really doesn't matter what's important about the conversation that we're having is that you've actually gone about creating this massive database of flyers so before we get to that Creating that database of flyers. Let's talk a little bit about you know your club clubbing experience. Because by 92, things had changed quite a lot from Acid House, wasn't it? Music was quite harder.
1: The, yeah, yeah, the, of course, yeah. Of course. all of the venues were
2: licensed and all of this stuff. So mm-hmm. it was a different experience, but this is where the hardcore came from drum and bass, all that stuff. So tell us a little bit about what you were doing before you discovered. I mean, you did start to hold us that, but just tell us a little bit about that early.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, things. I mean, like, we used to get the flyers in town. We'd get tapes off our older brothers and stuff like that, and mates, older mates, and just listen to the music all the time, just be at home. And, you know, you're too young to get into the clubs as much as we'd love to. But we didn't know anything about the 88, 89 days back then. We just thought 91, 92, that's all we knew. Occasionally, you hear a little bit more history from someone who knew a bit more. And as you get older, you learn a bit more and more. But then you finally, I think, just turned 16, I managed to get into a club, the Warehouse in Plymouth, which was a big, big old cinema, massive venue, about 2000 people. Um, but I mean, it was amazing. Plymouth only had a 2 a.m. license for a long time, which was a bit of a gutter, but we always had someone to go afterwards, which was good. So I think it was uh, Dance Planet Rave. I remember going in with my mate um walking in really early as you do when you're young and a bit naive. Uh, about to stop me as soon as we got to the top of the stairs how are you mate I was like, oh here we go I've got a ticket and everything I'm not going to get in I'm 16 I didn't tell him that of course
1: yeah yeah well that's one
0: of the
2: things isn't it Dave it's um I've, I've highlighted that in other podcasts is how the media was really honed in on saying it was all teenagers and all young kids when in reality it wasn't like that obviously teenagers were attracted yeah. in the long run. Because you can't say that for two years of press, saying that teenage, can you imagine being a teenager, right? And uh, you know, on every Monday or every Sunday, reading all these newspaper, these sensationalized newspaper headlines saying that teenagers were meeting at these secret locations around yeah. the UK. I mean, I find, I think that's really exciting. I'd be, I'd wanna go and see what it was about. And it's so by, 19, yeah, so,
1: <laughs> so by, you know,
2: so by 1990, I would say there probably was a lot more younger people yeah, there, yeah. you
0: know? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it just blew up, really, didn't it? After 1990, I guess a lot of it went into different directions, as we all know. Obviously, you went, it was Acid House and the house movement, then it would, you went to the house and the club scene, or the hardcore and the rave scene, the techno and the breakbeat, and sure. led to Drum and Bass and Jungle. But, yeah, so I managed to, a geezer behind me, knew me from my dad's shop, and he said, oh, let's go back outside, Dave. He gave me his ID, went back in, my like, oh, well, I know you're not 18, but you've got Pat Hill's uh, idea, so I'm not going to say no to him. <laughs> so I went in, LTJ Bookham on the dance floor. My mate taught me how to dance. I think i kept that same dance for 20 years. Wow. Uh, but that was it. Yeah, just hooked, man, after that. And then the flyers are just your sort of, it's like your gateway into the night, isn't it? And then also it's your, it's your memory of the event you've been to as well. And, you know, part of the night was coming out at the end, isn't it? Getting the flyers. So many big A4, A3 by this time. Obviously not in a They were a
2: lot smaller. Yeah, I mean that's by something then, to kind of yeah. point out as well, isn't it? It's yeah. um, the size of the flyers. The flyers just became posters, didn't they? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm I mean, sure you
2: got some. I'm sure you got some there. We we'll get, we we'll get to that because part yeah. of this is, you know, we want to get you to show us some, some of the collection. But
1: yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just trying
2: to get a feel of, you know, what was going on. In your life before you started actually because before you started making all these collections so it was just at home and then i guess social media has kind of helped spurn the idea of a collective
0: huh? definitely i mean I, went, I was at art college in plymouth and so i taught okay. myself design and had a flyer collection and thought well let's just i used to do a lot of photography as well that's what i was doing at college so i'd mix it i had a website which was photography graffiti and rave it's a nice bit of a mix there And the rave bit just got more and more popular. And it slowly, the photography went out of the website. Then the graffiti went and the skateboarding went out of the website. And it was just rave. And I had the name Fat Media. I think it was like 98 sort of coined that term. Sure. Um, Yeah, it was initially just a couple of galleries online of just my fairly small collection back then. And then... Because I imagined,
2: I mean... yeah let's talk about fat media we may as well skip may as well get to that now but i imagine that i mean what was going on in your mind when you first started it because now it's the bit it's you know it says it on your home page as well it's the largest collection of old school flyers online so in the very beginning i mean where did you think this was going to take you
0: no you don't really think about it. It's going to go anywhere, really. It's just more of a, like, I've got some flyers, put them online, a couple of little galleries. And then, uh, yeah, now we've got over 20,000 flyers on there going back from the mid-'80s to... We don't do any flyers for upcoming events, but people do put on fairly recent flyers. Um, so up until, like, the 2010s or even 2020, I think there might be a couple okay. So uh, Oh, OK.
2: So, so, so you, there, there are flyers up to around 20... 20- 10 did you say a couple maybe
0: yeah yeah some people put more recent flyers on but the majority you've got to say is 88 to 98 you know that that 10 years you've got probably eighteen thousand of the flyers on those is that yeah it's amazing man it's just blowing up beyond anyone's thoughts really so just tell tell us about
2: the 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 progress of that the chronology of that so you 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 know you've come out of art college you've learned some web designs you've got a few flyers online you know what's next because there would be other people as well that you know in terms of marketing your ideas it's like what did you do next because you've become one of the largest curators of this co- format in the world so I'm yeah, sure well, people would be interested in that progression you know
0: I kind of well I left art college and moved to London to try and be a photographer and kept the website going but then a couple of guys I knew were studying web design and they developed far more than me in the webcam. because I just stood, stayed with the photography and they redeveloped the site for me. They had all these ideas. We had this meeting and they said, yeah, we're gonna get it. So you log in and people from all over the country can log in themselves and upload their own collections, make it like a database for other people. And that is when it really started taking off. So I had a really couple of, this guy called Darren, um, who's known as Stare. He uploaded all his original collection from 88 to 89. And someone from up North, called Drew he uploaded all of his and we had someone from Sheffield and someone from Bournemouth and other people from Cambridge and so it's now a nationwide database so it's rather than just my collection which is Plymouth or London centric it had from everywhere you know mainly England though. And, yeah but uh, I guess
2: you're kind of really mark, kind of marking it in that way isn't it as, as yeah, an, an English thing you know
0: yeah I mean there is capabilities for Euro, Australian, American well, I really don't know many. I've got some.
2: I've got quite a few flyers from some other countries as well. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure that yeah, would probably take probably off.
0: Great, right? Yeah, it's you'll do well with the, that. The U.S. ones I used to collect a lot from the Bay Area. I had a connection from there. But yes, yeah, so I moved to um, London about 2002, and eBay is really what took off the collection. eBay and RayFlyers.co.uk, run by Weed.
1: You know, yeah, yeah yeah uh, listen, yeah
2: listen weed yeah, you know uh, weed yeah. he's the original dude mate. Oh, massive yeah, shout out yeah. to weed i have to if he's yeah. listening I have to get you on it weed yeah. is an absolute legend because when i was thinking yeah, about yourself yeah when i was thinking about yourself i was thinking because i was thinking okay who else has kind of done this and it was like well really the only person that i know that has really took on any type of archive that we collected before was weed and there was that other one as well
1: yeah,
0: uh, so let's give a shout out to um, Beach. who runs Barosix.co.uk. So that is also uh, the same as mine. It's probably got maybe not as many as mine now, but he's always been. He's more of a completist. So you sure. And see... there was one
2: like on the '90s. He he he, he was like, really I can't remember. It was I can't remember if it was that one. What was the um, one you just said?
0: Yeah, well, there's Beach at six Yeah, no, North North it
2: wasn't that one. There was another dude. It was was uh-huh. it like hardcore? but getting to the point is that there wasn't many people and i think at the time when i met weed weed was doing um hyper Real. yeah
0: that's it you hosts your book on there doesn't it it's a PDF. yeah
2: yeah and yeah, so yeah. hyper Real at the time that was a really kind of advanced community of people that would be sharing ideas and sharing experiences and these yeah. were this was Today that would probably be on the dark web, <laughs> you know, because it gave you all like formulas of how to make drugs and stuff like that. But it wasn't done in that type of way. It was more done in a, like a collective, let's share information, let's be responsible about it. And okay. that was the first one, HyperReal and HyperReal, they were from the nineties. Yeah, so
0: it's, I, mean, I didn't go on that side of his site so much. Like, yeah on there so that was obviously we're talking way before social media way before yeah everything.
2: yeah this is way before social media
0: yeah it's a real basic script and that's the first place i ever found out other fly collectors aside from a couple of mates i had wow build the network isn't it so we had um rumour we had wigs we had uh roach material which is sam so and-
2: so you, so with the rave flyers you're saying you hooked up with them first
0: yeah because of weed yeah yeah we yeah a lot of these are still on Facebook now, but there's a new generation of flexors on Facebook to chat about later.
1: Yeah, like yeah, sure, sure.
0: Mad, right? And this is like buying, selling clandestine meetings in car parks with bags of flyers and stuff.
2: Wow, dude, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, Did I mean, you, I mean, can you imagine that that was ever going to happen?
0: Nah, nah, I didn't know <laughs> no, 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 no. It's so like good. Yeah, your world lights up a little bit. And yeah. I do meet a few of these people as well in person, which is quite cool. And I'm now good friends with four or five of them still now, 20 years later excellent um,
2: excellent so you started um, at rayflyers.co you, you got involved with weed and his yeah. little community and then so what happened next
0: early days of ebay man it was what 2002 and people started oh you can buy flyers on ebay well, like, can you <laughs> as a little search ray oh wow wicked and that's learning all about sunrise and genesis and all this and oh, wow and then you're buying the books to read up more about it and then that's how i started getting my knowledge more about the early days, and then finding out what flyers are really needed in my collection.
2: Sure. And what basically. sort of prices were they in those days? Because like, I know yeah, it's all changed people, now, but in yeah, those days.
0: Would it would cry if they knew the prices we'd pay back then. Yeah. You'd get it was quite cheap. Up, yeah. Some were for £10, £20, you know, now £250, £300. I know it's nuts. <laughs> it's
2: absolutely nuts. You know, I, I've lost by that valuation you know i've lost thousands of pounds just in flyers that i've lost over the years
0: yeah that's what i was thinking when you said uh you gave that guy your collection that you never yeah saw i was like, again. find him
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah.
2: so then so i mean that was really the 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 passport wasn't it to that growth yeah. was that joining other like-minded people and yeah. creating because it, it was very much a community vibe amongst flyers i know there's some new guys but those early guys yourself you know your, your weeds the, the, yeah. the, you know it was a really commun- a communitive
1: it atmosphere is really, wasn't it, it is, you know yeah. that,
0: that's what fat media was trying to be or is yeah. trying to be now um, well you it are it community. well you
2: well yeah. you've kind of well i mean you've kind of you've you're commercial now aren't you i mean once you're the biggest that means well you're kind of commercial but there's nothing wrong with that do you yeah. know what I mean? What you've done, I think what you've done is amazing there. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, someone yeah. had to do it, and it's important. And it's not always going to be someone from the actual culture that actually writes the books, that makes the films, that does the documentaries, that, that curates the, the archives. Is So we yeah, need yeah, people to come sure on. That,
0: obviously, some people are like, well, you should only take the flyers to the range you've gone to. And not, most people don't. But that's personal like,
2: preference, isn't it? it?
0: Yeah, it's you know, just, that's personal
2: preference, you know.
0: Not, not just love flyers and
2: yeah it's an entire <laughs> picture, isn't it? It's about building an entire picture, and that's what you do yeah. with all of the other flyers. You know, you, you build an entire picture and, and you yeah. get the general vibe what was out there. When we began flyers, flyers were really basic. Yeah, yeah that you exactly. know, they were really basic pastel colours. A lot of them were just handwritten, you know, a lot of them, you know, well, and, I mean- and they were great parties.
0: Yeah, exactly, They're like no. some of the best flyers, I'm sure. I mean, you go to yeah. yours, your flyers, and I mean, okay, yours did have an element of design to it. You go before yours, and you're, real punk ethos, isn't it? You know, you look at some it's of the totally. Proper punk DIY. shoved together, bunged on, on a photocopier, maybe a coloured paper, print 500, done. Yeah. Um, what yeah. is it? It's a means more of a communication means to show you how to get to a party, you know, how to get in touch with people. Go into the party, and then obviously you didn't give too much information away. Sometimes you did, though, didn't you? But
2: yeah, I mean it depended really, because we've we've had um, we've done just maps with just the logo on it.
1: Yeah, you
2: know? and the logo that's just really just, amazing just amazing. over the general location of the of the venue. You know? Yeah, and that was quite a far one. It wasn't. It was quite far that one. Yeah, hey, look there you go. Hey, look at that. And I think yeah, that that's my handwriting really- as well.
1: That's a great flyer, dude. I haven't go got on.
2: many of them, to be fair, because they're
0: really expensive we didn't we print, really didn't print many. many.
2: That was the thing. We we didn't print many. And that's why they're they're worth so much money today, because yeah. we, we we used to do like three, four hundred. I can't remember printing the thousand of them.
0: No, you do did that, didn't
2: you? Yeah, not those particular ones. Not the early ones. A bit ones, later, yeah. Not yeah, not those early pastel colour ones. Yeah. Like like the birthday card ones and all of that. Not the pastel colour ones, the other ones where we try to be a bit yeah, arty and not, stuff. Yeah, like that one.
1: Not, not, you know, yeah. So Go a bit more. Well, I'll tell you, you what, know, if you open that,
2: yeah, it, it, see is, that. Uh, I mean, it looked a lot better in our minds than anything, it actually did. did.
0: Did something happen to the date? Yeah, you remember,
2: uh, see that sticker, right? Yeah. So, is there a sticker on that one my eyes yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent it, yeah. see that sticker there yeah those stickers yeah. actually had to be put on there by hand
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: those stickers had to be put in there by hand i think when we got that fly because it was like you know one of no, our nicer flyers yeah look at that that's nuts dude yeah it is a nice one yeah i've only got one yeah. of those so I still yeah i've only got one it, of those and, uh, Yeah, and as I said, but yeah, I've literally only got one of those. And so what happened was the venue got found. venue came on top, and so we had to change the actual date because we couldn't find another warehouse at that point. And we tried our best to find one. We couldn't find one, so we had to make a new date. But we already had all these flyers printed in boxes ready to go. And so I was like, okay, let's just print a little sticker out with the new date on it. And then, like, it was my mum and my sister's you know, they volunteered that they would sit down and stick that sticker over the previous right. date. <laughs>
0: they volunteered.
1: That's yeah,
2: so my sister, my mum and my sister stuck those stickers on those flyers. Mm-hmm. It's nuts, yeah. mate, you know.
0: But, but I mean, that collector, uh, a proper completist, is going to need both versions, the non-sticker and yeah, the sticker yeah. version.
2: <laughs> they might, I can't remember if, um, was we had to change the date again, I can't remember. I can't really actually, yeah I can't actually remember but let's talk about um more about you Dave because that was yeah. that was such key to the growth wasn't it that creating that community of people and, yeah, then, exactly. I, and I guess when you started seeing that I mean that must have got you quite excited
0: yeah I mean it was yeah. just it just it opens up to how much there was because obviously we, we didn't we weren't that well networked back then only with magazines and stuff yeah and from Plymouth as well it's quite sure. far away from the, the hubbub of the main scene so and it wasn't like um, there yeah, was loads was...
2: of websites or anything like that then. I mean, what were we talking? No, 90s? No, we're talking the 90s, yeah? Yeah, everything,
0: everything starts with an E was a brilliant website. And that had the timeline. Of, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember that, was... that website. That was a very yeah, good absolutely.
2: website. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I and think... I think, um, what's the name? Um, Fantasia do, doing a website. Is it? Hardcore? Yeah, they're down in the offline at the
0: moment, but they, they did pick oh, up the mantle. Was it like Hardcore Will
2: Never Die or? something like like that so so there's been a few people that have attempted it and that's why that's why um you know i've been paying attention i've been you know i've I've always been paying attention to be honest and and that's why it did needed to have some structure and to some organization and so what you so then obviously you're having this success with ray flyers and then so at what point did you break away and think well i'm going to do this my own one
0: yeah, well, that was like around that same time when suggested to the guys who were heavily into web design that I knew at university and uh, they, so they, they had all these development plans on how to make an okay. interactive site. So I think the difference that really helped with Fat Media is you could then do a keyword search for a ray flyer. So you could go on, just type Eclipse and get all the flyers from the Eclipse Club and in cor- in, um, commentary. Uh, we saw a difference. Being able to search for keywords, you could search for your venue for your designer, for your town. So you could search for Lincoln and see all these flyers in Lincoln rather than having to draw through galleries and galleries and galleries. Or you can search for galleries and- And that was quite new as
2: well, the whole database driven websites. Yeah, I mean, you're lucky you had those guys on board because in the nineties, I got lots of websites built and I did lots of stuff, uh, IT stuff back then. And websites were, database driven websites were really expensive back then. I tell people nowadays, you know, you're really lucky to have WordPress, you know, to have, I mean, I've never used Wix, whatever, but you're really lucky, you you know, that you can have these uh, templates done for you because these, some of these templates that you can buy now, I was getting quoted 28,000 pounds for in the nineties, you know, in like like
0: 1998. Yeah, database driven
2: website. And, And I'll tell you what, the website was wasn't going to be anything special i mean i've seen wordpress websites now that are free that would have been better than what we were producing because you know when you're doing the database thing it's all about the database all about the back end isn't it you know yeah and that's what the twenty-eight thousand pounds for it was for the back end you know so yeah, to, to be able to build video these video. so the guys that you had on board you were lucky yeah. to have those guys
0: well they saw what fat media was and they saw that my amateur version using dreamweaver with frames it was clunky it was blocky it looked good enough but they just saw a way a way beyond that and built this interactive database i think around 2001 eventually got it live and uh,
2: yes 20 years brother that's a long time
0: yeah a long time man so we got that we should just we just
2: just, we should just highlight that man the fact that you started a project you first launched your, your main fat media site in 2001 and here you are, 20 years later, 19 yeah. years later, and you're top of the heap. <laughs> That's amazing, mate. And, and you haven't just turned top of the heap recently. You've been top of the heap for a while.
0: No, I and mean, it's known really well. And it's surprising yeah. me. I was on um, customer service to someone the other day, and they said, oh, what's your email? I gave my email. Oh, your fat media is like it's someone on Sky Internet or something. It's like, oh, I'm on your website all the time. Or like DJ Fantasy says, oh, can I? Can I use a couple of your flyers for my website, for my book and stuff like this? So it's, it's really good how it's used now as a resource, a reference point. People use it to date flyers that, you know, cause a lot of promoters would only put vague information on the days and months and yeah, every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, sometimes you had really to. By. We're not always correct either. So uh, yeah, just that happens and,
2: as well. It's too much, yeah. it's too much. Uh, yeah. Even for me, I, I get confused on some of our dates. And yeah. <laughs> there's, there's times when I completely forget about some of the parties we did. And it's on a reminder. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that party. Well, but, I'm
0: surprised you see the amount of uh, flyers. Was it Dan put up on Facebook of your Genesis?
2: Yeah, I saw. Yeah, but was And there were still a few missing.
0: Yeah, still a few missing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, was it you that showed me the flyer um, at the Paddington flyer? Oh, no, it might have been Paul, actually. Right. He, he, we did, when we did the. Uh, party it the, under the um flyover in Paddington. It Absolutely. was this amazing, I must say, it was probably one of the most amazing buildings I've been in to date. It was this yeah. massive, round, empty structure beneath the flyover at Paddington, and it was built in that flyover concrete. Right. Well,
1: you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: so it was like this heavy concrete, you can't damage it. And so it was quite open. There was a few gaps where you could get in there, and we got in there a couple of times. And um, and that that uh, we did the flyer, and we did we, we joined up. We did a collaboration with Unit Four. And, oh
1: yeah, that many days.
2: Yeah, with Lenny D and Hensel, and yeah. I think um, I think Fantasy FM might have been on there as well. There was there was f- about four or five promoters that night yeah. that we collaborated but it got stopped police came and it was just got it was well actually what happened was the south system guys didn't turn up you right. know and when they turned up the police were there and they went off and then i remember we we tried to phone a few different guys and then we we did get a team in the end but then yeah. we were like by this time we it was unlikely the party was going to happen so we were just like i oh, forget about it you know but um yeah so there was that flyer but do you, what you've done though. So we've gone from 2001. You've you've launched a thing, and remembering yeah. that this time for people that are watching and listening, that although we're, we're the internet to us is like everyday life for us t- today. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was involved in the whole internet gold rush thing, so I've been involved in internet and, and online formats, online portals since 1997. Uh, yeah. When when it was we started with e groups, you remember? Yeah, I
0: remember e groups. I, I think start, I had me it under uh, some homestead. Yeah, with, like, yeah, mate. Like, we like, start, we started with e like,
2: groups and stuff, and <laughs> but my first yeah, website that I actually had online was in nineteen ninety five, mate. Right there
0: you go.
2: Yeah, <laughs> my first website online nineteen ninety five. It was when we were doing the um, the record company. We were doing the having it. I don't know if you know the having it compilation albums. Yeah, came, no, no, no. yeah, yeah, having in beef beef and all that. You know, I compiled them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I compiled most of them. Some of them I did with Alex, and we did Alex P, and we did with Brandon.
1: Right. Oh, and, yeah. And,
2: yeah, and Norris and stuff. I think we did yeah. Benji Candelario. We did quite a few people. We sold quite a lot of that. But yeah, that that was an interesting period.
0: Yeah, so, so early with the internet. So I mean, yeah. So oh, that was my first website.
2: So. I'm well versed yeah. on online yeah. businesses and and whatever you. So I've kind of been following it. So in 2001, there wasn't that many people, and it would and it would have been hard to drive traffic, considering yeah. there wasn't that many people that were surfing through yeah.
0: the yeah, website. Yeah, we Put it out onto uh, yeah. all the different old school forums like the old school yeah. web ring. The Which there
2: wasn't many, was there?
0: Oh yeah, I remember
2: that old school remember. web, yeah, web ring. Yeah, really
0: like, you know, uh, that's Logo, didn't it? With yeah, logo.
2: and you could join up. Basically, the old school web ring, wasn't it? It yeah. was like this whole community of websites that were all linked together,
1: and yeah, it was yeah.
2: HTML, it wasn't it? It was HTML days, a really basic <laughs> website
0: different websites, different You know, it was like
2: I think it was even like Front Page. Oh yeah,
0: maybe because yeah.
2: I'm sure this is this is before Dreamweaver, because you was probably using Dreamweaver, yeah. yeah
1: that's what I learned.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before, but for, before Dreamweaver, there was Front Page, and that came loaded with uh, Windows.
1: Okay.
2: So that was the first web design package I ever used. It was Front Page, but it didn't matter who you used; it they were all so basic, there and clunky, yeah. like you said, you know,
1: Exactly, yeah, and I mean, slow someone...
2: to load, and we didn't even know the crack, did we, about having you know uh, small filed images, yeah, or small files, you know, you, you you put like a three megabyte, not even know in those days you didn't even check how big the file was. No one did that. You didn't get info. And like, it was like, so you didn't even know what you were sending. So you could be sending a 10 megabyte file and you just don't know, you know. Well, you
1: it, it, yeah, it yeah. takes
2: forever for someone to load the page, you know, they, 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 they were the, the crunky days.
0: It I, was, I was really lucky because obviously they did it as, as a project. For yeah, I was lucky.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, they were testing the system, I imagine. And so and so, obviously first and you joined that um what was it the old school Web Ring? And I yeah, Web Ring. was it. I
0: think yeah. quite used to run it.
2: Okay, you knew the guy. I did I actually did, link.
1: Yeah, yeah. I
2: did link my sites on there in those early uh, days. Whatever sites I had, I yeah. did link them on there. That so that was really interesting because what f- f- you could do is it had that like little logo thing on every single page, didn't it? And yeah. it would give you the choice of going to the next old school. Or next website that was in that yeah. link wasn't it? It was it was clever.
0: Yeah, I really liked it. It was, it was uh, clever. Get yeah, new sites popping up and see like uh, the Riddler's uh, site, uh,
2: huge. Yeah, because we should also point out that there was like no, it's, there was no, no one was using Google at this point. I mean, yeah, I? maybe there was. I don't know, but I know we wasn't. If there was, we yeah, wasn't I mean, using I mean, Google. I mean. So, so, the, so you had to find ways of driving traffic. To yeah, your yeah, websites yeah. and these sort yeah. of services that we're speaking about the the web link uh, old school web ring yeah.
1: they were old yeah
2: they were linking all of these old school people together and so none of us really minded the fact that we were all linked together because it just meant that on a click of a button on the click of we could go to the next website which is going to be yeah. something that you wanted to see because there was no google to search so
0: no and i'll tell you what was really yeah. important is do you remember the pages on people's websites that said links you don't ever visit that yeah anymore. But that's
2: fact, another one
0: that's where you go you go on the links and so we would all be like i'll put can you put my link on your website and i'll put yours on mine and that'd be a quite a common email you'd get from all these different website owners and that's yeah for sure
2: that- i've done that loads of times. i've done that to thousands of people yeah, you know
0: that now, was part well, of the thing
2: now no one wants yeah. to no one wants you to leave their website <laughs>
0: That's the thing of the past now. Having a links
2: page, I yeah, you don't, you don't see that anymore. It's a so. shame, yeah, because it's quite it's quite a social, you know, and a community thing to do as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you you would be, you'd return the favour, wouldn't you? Yeah, that, exactly. It? it was a yeah. massive
2: thing. Links were huge, but again, this was all before Google, before using search yeah. engines. I think Yahoo might have been around. Yeah, Yahoo is what we was using. Yeah, the thing. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. So it's so so you you're part of this web. Like, and how well did you do on this on the old school web ring? Uh, I don't know really. I,
0: I, oh yeah, because there
2: was no stats, was there? Yeah, it wasn't in, didn't have the analytics. there. Yeah. That
0: for, like, that's only been say the last six or seven years. I think logged into the analytics. But at
2: least yeah, I, I mean the, the analytics has been around for a while because for the sales yeah. guys. Oh,
0: know, they would have had it maybe for yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah,
2: they they yeah. they've had it forever. But yeah. we for us we didn't have no real reason because no. if we we. I guess we didn't really. It wasn't about how many people came to your page or how many hits you got. It wasn't even about that, was it? It was just about. And the thing is, it was so new, Dave, wasn't it, mate? The whole technology, the whole thing was just so new, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was out doing uh, spraying stencils on pavements and walls of Fat Media's web address rather than going onto uh, different uh, web pages as well to, to promote it. So that's that's how old school we were doing it. But I of still do see them all around Brick Lane. Yeah, I mean don't yeah. grass
2: yourself up, mate. Don't grass <laughs> yourself up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean now it doesn't matter when you go to Brick Lane now, all the stickers yeah. and all the art and all stuff like that. So yeah, it, yeah. it fits in nicely and it, and it's just amazing that all the art that you see in Brick Lane. I mean, going back, I mean I had an office in Brick Lane in ninety eight in the Truman building and yeah. yeah, in the early days, because one of my pals Alan who started the whole thing? He started the Truman Building and um, Alan Miller. And when I first went, because what Alan Miller his idea was was to get all the DJs and all the party promoters in the Truman Building, because at this point it was closed. Yeah, there was no one in there. When I went to see when I went to see Alan, he had the only office. They had two or three offices next to each other, but they were the only offices in the whole place. And they were the only people on the whole of the Truman Complex.
0: Yeah, it was and, changed massively, isn't it? That well, I, I, and it
2: was because of them, you know. And, um, it was Alan and Lee, and I take my hat off to them. They, they, you know, they, they, they set out. They said, "This is what we want to do," and they, and it evolved into something much, much, much bigger within just a few years. Like by 1998, they actually changed the fabric of the entire area. No yeah. one wanted to go down in Prickly. No, no, one no wanted to mean- go down there, mate. You know, and and this was. The people, the reason why people went there is they went there because of the Truman building. And it yeah. was the Truman Brewery where all of the other, you know, more niche shops started opening on Brick Lane and then drew yeah. in all of these different types of people. But if it wasn't for the Truman Brewery, then that whole thing wouldn't have happened. But the reason I'm well. talking about Brick Lane is because of this, it was all they are and all the graffiti to think now that having that type of Art and graffiti actually draws tourists into the area, and yeah. even some people it adds value to their property because yeah, you're literally. now in this cool area. It's all arty. I mean, the places in Hackney Wick now are worth an absolute fortune. But yeah. so you still go out today and you still do stickers, definitely.
0: Yeah, well, well pre lockdown, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's back. go
2: back though. We're talking about the stickers, but let's go back. So. So then what happened after that then? So you, you, you're out there, you're, you're, you're putting your stencils up, you know, you're, you're adding your, because again, we, we don't know how many people are hitting the websites. We don't know any analytics. We don't know any of the stats. This is purely for the love.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm buying, buying and selling flyers, basically to build the collection, to scan and put onto craft media. So I used to buy eBay collections, bulk lots, big boxes right. you could turn up in the post. And then you sift through, you keep all the ones you you haven't got, and then you resell all the ones you have got, and then you keep doing that, buying and selling, and that's how it built from say 500 flyers in my collection in 1998 to about 22,000 flyers now. In,
2: wow, dude. In, um,
0: 2021.
2: So, wow, I mean, and um, um, and do people upload big files, <laughs> high resolution flyers? <laughs>
0: Yeah, they don't get in though if they do that. because it, Good, it's good. It. You're limited. Be, I think it used to be 500 kilobytes and lower, but I think it's a bit higher now. You get yeah. through. Um, yeah, yeah you I have mean, to limit that. Like you were saying about how much it used to cost. It used to cost me about £20 a month to run, which, yeah. you know, it doesn't sound loads, but over a year when it's not a profit, maybe no, it's not it any money.
2: Totally, mate. It's a lot of money. Over the years, the same as I've spent years, I've just in the last few days. Got a massive bill for web hosting nine hundred pound.
0: Oh well, I use um, the guy put me through web services now. So now it's about five dollars a month. So which excellent, is excellent. A little cheaper, and they host as yeah. much as you want. That's so so then, yeah, yeah. So like, so the two
2: thousands have come around. The technology is getting yeah. better. The internet's getting faster. Um, yeah. Has social media come about at this point?
0: Yeah, what we on um, broadband was coming in. I think that. Yeah. No, because I went, I left England for a couple of years to go to Australia in what 2006, and I don't think Facebook came about till I was out there. Okay. For the UK yeah. More, so anyway, yeah. and Twitter was later. So
1: sure.
2: Well, kind of yeah, just yeah. 2006. It was like in as far as I don't know, I can't speak for America, yeah. but in terms of the UK, YouTube was kind of just really kind of yeah, come yeah, making yeah, a. Yeah yeah
1: yeah so it's all it was like making uh, a run
2: for it wasn't it you know it was like for, for world domination you know
0: yeah where well, youtube first came about when i was in australia and i think you could only do 10 minute video clips that was your limit so yeah. there's, there's yeah medium, loads of old video great videos on there, but they're all in I mean, why are you, Why are your videos will cut up into little sections sure. it's because i uploaded them like 15 years ago when you could only do 10 minute clips and i can't be bothered to redo them now. so
2: it's me me too i mean let's talk about that a little bit so the social media came along and so you were using that to your advantage and you was
0: was uploading videos and you can then make a fat media profile um but at this point i have to say wigs um did it's all about flyers.com so where weed had his ray flyers site and he had the price guide where he'd update the ebay sold stats all the time which was godsend really such invaluable information um, yeah, unbelievable. And it's still there now, but it finishes in 2007. So wow. he didn't have time or energy to do it anymore. So Wiggs took over the mantle from that. Wow. Kept the stats updated to obviously not every flyer sold, but just the ones that were more noticeable, like maybe over £10 and higher. <clears throat> and so, yeah, so Wiggs took over the the sort of forum aspect of ray flyers there. And that that reached a bit of a bigger audience, I think, but they were both going still at the same time. Sure. And then we have Facebook, so first thing I do on Facebook is say my name's Fat Media, instead of the Fat Media account. And um, I think mean, I've been chucked off a couple of times, because I sort of say, hey, that's not your name. Yeah, so we all have. <laughs> so I've gone from Fat Media to Dave Flyers to Fat Media Flyers. I think I'm now on Fat Media Day, or Dave Fat Media, I can not remember. But, yeah, I suppose
2: you can blag that, Fat Media, I guess, you know. But yeah. they're terrible. The, the thing is, you know, I've got a Facebook Group of over half a million people in it, yeah, and they've um, locked yeah LSD magazine,
1: yeah. yeah,
2: and they've locked me out of it a few times, and yeah. and and it kind of really disheartened me because I'd worked so hard on getting that half a million people, and they cut you know like one day I had six hundred and ninety nine thousand, and it was like oh, the next day it was going to be seven hundred thousand, and and I was waiting to celebrate that, so yeah, I was watching yeah. the stats, watching the stats. And then the next day it was like down 20,000. I was like, oh, right. "What the heck was that? And then the day after down 10,000, day after down 10,000. And it really right the way down to about 560,000. Okay. And, and, and I didn't understand why, because at the same time, the, the stats were also saying that I was getting two or 3,000 new followers a day.
0: No, that doesn't make sense. So it's it wasn't good.
2: making any sense at all, and that's why when I tell people that I'm shadow banned on social media, some of them just think I'm just saying it. I think for effect or whatever. But this is what happened to me, and and then it got to that. But my mum, and then it got to, and then he started wanting to just, you know, uh, delete my account and not give me access to LSD magazine, and it really disheartened me. And then the last time, the the last interaction I had with Facebook was just a few couple of months ago where I I updated my phone and I used that Authenticator app. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that Authenticator app was on my last phone. And so, you know, so I didn't have any access to it. So I contacted Facebook and, and in the past, you know, they've made me, the last time they took off my LSD magazine page, I had to get a sworn affidavit. You know, I had to produce so much ID, all of my ID in my life. I had to produce you know. yeah which i didn't want to do but and a sworn affidavit you know yeah and then so they gave me it back but then this time so i contacted them and i said hey sorry i've lost my phone i, I lied i said i've lost my phone it's got my authenticator in it boom 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 you know can you sort out a new one so they said um send us all your id again yeah. so i sent them all my id and i sent them my new passport i got a new passport and the way that you know the new passports is your photograph on them isn't exactly clear you know it's kind of distorted like a computer can pick it up but anyway um facebook i gave them all the idea and they turned around and said to me no wait that's not good enough it was was like my passport bank statements and everything and i was like what do you mean it's not good enough I was just like it's not good enough so I was lucky that I actually found my phone. I w- well, I okay. didn't find it. It wasn't lost, but I tr- I pumped it with full of, you know, energy. I, it wasn't at my place. It was somewhere else. Anyway, I got the phone back. And yeah. and I was lucky enough I was able to do it. And then I was able to convert that back to the new phone. But uh, Facebook are an absolute nightmare. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, a lot of people get, get chucked off there. I mean, i am yeah. only had to change my name, but they did make me i think i was offline for about a week while they had to see my id and stuff and then once i got let back in i changed the name back to fat media yeah yeah uh, sure so you didn't
2: have to
1: yeah
2: i had to do do sworn affidavit, mate that's crazy yeah i literally i had to go to a lawyer's take all my id to the lawyer swear you know you've got to swear That you're that person and all this stuff, you know. It's hardly worth it, is
0: it? But when you've got such a big following with your LSD site, then you've got yeah.
2: Well, they got got you. They got you, didn't they? They got you by the nuts, you know. So, but but from that time, I've been quite. I kind of let it go, because at first I thought, I know you want to take this away from me, you know. So I kind of was like, okay, I let it go. If it goes, it goes, and and I kind of been like that with it ever since.
0: Sam, he was on the uh, weed site, I think you've dealt with him before as well. Yeah, top bloke. Yeah I, yeah, I think I have, yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he's, he's just constantly uploading to Fat Media all the time, so there's a huge boom of uh, archival on there and South Coast. And so yeah, I went, I went to Australia, I was off-grid, I was in the outback, you know, back and beyond, working in farms and just having a good time, getting away from it all for a couple of years. Uh, nice. And so, got back, well, met met my wife to be out there as well. So excellent. Was, uh, yeah, it was good. amazing. Yeah. So I come back.
2: I spent a while out cool. there too. Yeah,
0: it's an amazing place, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I could I could have lived out there, but um you know family and everything come back sure. for yeah come back I moved you
2: know, out there. I was like I'm out mm-hmm. mate. I spent. I'll tell you what I did a season in a beefer we did yeah. Pasha for the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did Pasha for the season at the end of that season I was so battered. <laughs>
1: so yeah
2: I, I said listen i'm moving and you know our business was doing really well i was doing the having it albums then you know yeah i came back and this was 96 so we did 95 so i did having it in a beef for two and we did one with nikki holloway as well called a beef for 95 nikki holloway mixed it and so i did those when i got back from about october something like that from a beef and then i just said and everyone was really shocked as i said um listen i'm I'm out. I'm resigning from yeah. the company, and I'm going to live in Australia with a load of hippies.
0: Well, did you know people it like didn't you? turn out
2: to be hippies. I ended up staying with a load of like high-profile people, but I ended up in Australia, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I got as exactly. far away as I possibly could.
0: I feel, mate, that's what I felt like at the time. I just yeah. needed away from um, just come out of big long-term relationship and stuff. And my mates were going out there for there was these trial flights they were doing. Um, real, real low budget you had no no frills at all thompson air i went out there for 100 pounds wow Good yeah, and that was, really that was that must, how
2: many stops that must have been like 17 stops
0: <laughs> no it was, a 20, it was 24 hour flight basically but oh, yeah. it, it stopped once to refuel yeah so you didn't complain or nothing it's
2: just like it was like that back then that's i've really, only been there like that well, one yeah, stop you, one you know deal.
0: yeah but it was amazing and so very i went to a couple of the equivalent to the illegal raids back in England, they call them doofs out there, bush doofs. So doof, doof, doof. So that, <laughs> go you, you on. Go on a meeting point. You go on little bus up to the hills, getting another bus go up to the hills. See the lasers in the distance, and then boom, doof. cool. That, that
2: would cool.
0: Did a couple of those. Uh, just. And enjoying. who are doing
2: those? Like like Australians or
0: yeah, we're techno techno uh, parties? Okay. Because yeah, doof doof, like that sounds of cool. like
2: maybe that would be something that the Aborigines would be doing, but no, these are like what locals are
0: doing. <laughs> Named after the base, yeah, just sound systems, but yeah, techno, yeah, yeah. like trancey techno, going for it for three days in the 38 degree heat Wow, is hardcore, man. And that is hardcore, could dude. Could not do three days of that, so we sort of uh, bailed after a night and a half sort of thing, then you get heat strokes. <laughs>
2: Even that's a long time, a night and a half, but, yeah. Yeah, but back really then I really suppose you're young
1: about, and...
2: So, so you so you've spent be, a couple of years in Australia and then you yeah. kind of what you came back and it got a bit more well, like you met your wife and everything and yeah, you came back, back and it got a bit lively.
0: Come back, uh, moved into East London and just picked up that media full on then just went went at it like got back on the back on the vibe, and So at this
2: point when you're doing when you got back on it, was was the idea then to be I want this to be massive?
0: Yeah, it was always yeah. meant to be massive, but I just didn't always okay. have the, yeah. um, the, the effort behind it. So I was sort of drifting, you know, just just going easy in life before then. So when I got back, just sort of my new job was always at the computer next to a scanner and a printer. And I was just bringing stacks of flyers into work every day, scan, 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 upload, 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 like doing that constantly. So it really took off then. So that was good, yeah. Um, and then the idea of uh, of a book come along as well so that's something we've been working on the last few years so that's the sure. same bit as it always does because but, obviously um, that
2: that's the next that's the next thing i mean a book has yeah. to come doesn't it but then it, i guess it
0: always the, should have, been a, always should have yeah. been a fat media well a ray flyer's book a new one because there's a few and there's there's chelsea's with rave up that's a very personal collection of um really cool flyers from the acid days and house days, yeah it's not
2: it? definitive of the whole entire period it,
1: it's a no, personal it's a, yeah yeah it's
0: an area, isn't it selection yeah. and, um we're going a bit more broad so there was high flyers i think in 95 and re in 96 so that's very old um nice. yep. very good at the time but yeah so it's overdue and someone approached me from a different publishing house independent but they were retro gaming books and it went a fair way with him and then his stock went down in a fire in hong kong so Mm. he had to put away from that because he didn't have uh the money to invest in a new type of project so in that time i've been approached by a couple of other other independents so i managed to hook up with one of them who's a friend as well with al at one love books Uh, he's done a lot of reggae music books and and things like that before so yeah, we go on really well. So we've been doing this project the last couple of years together now, um, interviewing quite a few people, some of you've had on your podcast. We had Roy and, sorry, Roy and Steve on recently.
2: Excellent. Uh, That's the up. Rave at the Cave Boys.
0: Yeah, yeah, Rave at the Cave Boys. And we also met up with uh, all the designers, so George, Giorgio, Pez. who you had on with Richard, met yep. up with Richard Jr. Junior. Um, Dave Little. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, loads of people we spoke to on the phone as well because obviously we can't do. Uh, Dave
2: like Little, anything. he did the Spectrum flyers, didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, really nice bloke. Um, yeah, he's such talented artist as they all are. But yeah, he's he's, he's doing uh, clothing now actually. So, wow.
2: Yeah, I've got I've now. got one of his prints of an original. Yeah, yeah original Spectrum print.
0: Oh, what the eye uh, up on my wall he's now? I'm
2: looking at it. It's like yeah, yeah, it's amazing, it? It? yeah.
0: amazing bit of art. So you had to reproduce that exactly. Yeah, like the Jibaro 12 inch record yeah, yeah that's what i've
2: got i've got the actual the updated version
0: right yeah yeah great. it's
2: not a scam it's not a scan of a flyer
0: no it's an it, actual Yeah, yes
2: actual artwork
0: yeah oh, that's great yeah, yeah. mate. these uh airbrush kings so also chaos who is lawrence who now does has been working for mclaren doing yeah. um, airbrushing formula one carts and cool. main cars. Yeah, yeah 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 I mean, these guys are talented beyond belief. Um, they are.
2: I mean, I've been working with street artists and graffiti writers for yeah. 12 years now. Yeah. And some of that's, they're the most creative people I've ever been around.
0: Yeah. And um, it's, it's a skill that I can't mm. comprehend really for myself. But uh, well, your that, thing I mean, is yeah.
2: different. I mean, you did the art school thing. So obviously yeah. you have that background. And I yeah. think you around, saw definitely. something in the flyers. And...
0: Yeah. I was a photographer. I was an image yeah. man. I guess yeah. I was the other people's artwork (laughs) but that's okay
2: uh, everyone has their place you know and it doesn't mean anyone's in in a better position than anyone else it just means if that's your thing that's your thing you know that's fine
0: you you know because of the contacts i've got recently say the last four or five years i managed to build we managed to get this book come along really nicely and visit these these collectors i know around the country and get all the rare little bits scanned or get the interviews from DJs and promoters. So that's been really, really Very good. cool. Um, I've got to Very say cool. thank you to Daniel Bunter as well, actually and Raindance, Richard Raindance, for doing the rave story. And let me have a little pop-up rave flyer stall down there. Yeah, let's is...
2: talk about that. You act... So there was an yeah. exhibition. Tell us a... about the whole exhibition and, and your part in that.
0: Yeah, so Dan, Dan uh, Billy Bunter approached me and said, can you provide some flyer scans for the first one? I was like, yeah, yeah totally, I hell about as much as I can sent them some scans, someone did a montage for them and they did some big boards to put up in the background. They looked awesome. And I went down there like a couple of times in Old Street at the aquarium nightclub. And that was pretty much my role then. I just sort of helped out with scans and stuff. But after the next year, they said, well, we want you more involved. Bring all your flyers down, bring your, you know, you can set up a little stool to so set up like a little for sale stool in, in the, uh, in the booths there. And nice. Brilliant. So you just meet all these collectors, all these people interested in art, all these designers coming in saying hello, buying a flyer, you know, hanging around. Yeah, it was great fun.
2: And so that's what you were doing there. You were actually selling flyers, yeah?
0: Yeah, selling flyers. Yeah. And then down at the record store opposite me, there was a gallery, like Sam had all the flyers. I remember
2: seeing you down there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you did the uh, seminar, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did the <laughs> yeah, seminar. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I did the seminar. No, um, yeah, no, I remember. I see, you, I see you down you there that day, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, that no, night. No, yeah, so
0: yeah. that was one of the last ones, and then they did the little rave afterwards, didn't they? So I don't think you hung around for that. But
2: um, no, I no, no, in. I'm not a party head anymore. You know,
0: no, yeah. no, I stayed on for the party, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why it's too. Why not? Seminars were great. Actually, it's really, really good.
1: Really yeah,
2: busy. and so, I and and over and so. So what you were saying there was that you were meeting lots of people. And I guess
1: yeah, people network. just
2: want to speak about the rave history now because you're obviously in a position where you've been around so many flyers that you've got a really good history, a, a really good knowledge of flyer history.
0: Yeah, without meaning to before you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know much about this um, town or club, so much about that promoter. And then you're connecting, you're reading the back of the flyers, yeah. you're scanning the information. You enter in it, oh, I recognize that promoter name. And then you look up, do a search, and it, and it comes up with other flyers they've done. And then you email someone. So, yeah, before you know it, you do, you end up, you knowing, I probably know lots about loads of them, but not everything about, you know, each one. So people are always asking me uh, email questions about, like, oh, what did this promoter do? How much does this fly? Well, that's the main one at the moment, actually. How much is yeah. this fly? Work? The value of flyers, because
2: again, that's something that you're you're paying close attention to that because you're always sending me, you know, whatsapps with whenever the Genesis, Genesis. flyers come up. and So yeah. tell us about that, because that has obviously grown a lot since you started doing it, huh? Yeah,
0: that's that's taken off. So there's a group we're on on Facebook, Rave Flyers, Ray Memorabilia, uh, run by Will and Rebecca. And they asked a few extra people to be admins as it got to about 5,000 members a few a year or so ago. Yeah. And then come to lockdown, it just went mad. It just went crazy. So you've got 45,000 members now, which uh, is
1: that's
0: a lot. Amazing. It's a lot, man. And that's in a couple of years' growth. So that's pretty good. That's a lot. And is this the one with what?
2: I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Is that Jai?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And.
2: Oh, okay, so right, right. He's ant
0: giant. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but uh, so this has caused a market surge as well. The mm. popularity of this group is brought every, brought everyone up into their lofts.
1: Wow. They're selling
0: their garages, their sheds, their nans, basement, whatever you, you name it. Oh, I brought this down from the loft. Oh, I've got this. Out. Oh, I ain't seen this in twenty years. And That's it's exciting, so- isn't it? It's like so. Instead never-
2: of even, even, when I was young what do they call it trumps when I was yeah, young yeah. that yeah yeah they used to have these cards, they're like packs of cards essentially, yeah, yeah, with that. pictures yeah. on them and you know you had trumps and, yeah. and then we had um the football sticker books you yeah. know mm-hmm. and then you had to get them and so as we was growing up you had all these different things and collecting but who would have thought that one day that you would get that much excitement that that childish because I don't mean you know you're a child but that childish (laughs) like excitement
1: you know getting to
2: see something a flyer that's special you know
0: a lot of people it means a lot to a lot of people they're really enthusiastic about their flyers and the collections and stuff and it's nice to see man it is nice to see
2: because considering when you started mate (laughs) you know no one was around no one was looking at the flyers and to feel where you are today like so anyone can like sign up to your website yeah sign up
0: to the website if you only need to sign up if you're going to upload photos. Yeah, um, yeah, if,
2: yeah. So you could so you've got access to the entire website, but if yeah. you want to upload some photos, you just yeah, you to you log in. Yeah, sign yeah. up
0: the group, and um, we're all on there, and we're always available for wow. anything you need to know about flyers. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, like I it, love it. Sometimes I don't have a lot of time, but I've got a lot of messages, and it's really good. There's such a good community. There's obviously a lot more vocal people on there, and we know each other quite well now. Sure. But it's a new it's a new range of collectors a new um breed of collectors can i say i don't know if that's
2: yeah right. yeah so that's changed just, over the years because yeah. because before and i guess what you mean in that is where before it was ravers that have, might have been to those parties i guess now it's more people that are want to collect flies as potential investments is that
1: there what you mean that um oh,
0: okay. a lot of these people are sort of the late the early 90s so may have missed yeah. the early days like me as yeah. well okay yeah. what's that done that's done is it's now pushing flyers that were two to five pounds on ebay 10 five ten years ago they're going for now about 50 to 100 pounds some of them wow it's, everyone wants eclipse commentary flies everyone wants really everyone wow i've got house, not, i've got, got lots
2: of eclipse commentary flies
0: 1990-91 eclipse commentary um amnesia house yeah MG. Uh, um and that's the
2: next generation that's your that's your generation isn't it yeah
0: exactly these were never these were never expensive the odd one or two were more sought after but they were never expensive to buy on ebay now they're quite hard to buy for less than 10 and now a lot of these so wow looking in the fact that a few of us obviously have all these already um but now as yeah so the market surged on ebay I think due to the popularity of our group and due to lockdown, the first lockdown, especially when a lot more people were furloughed and had time off, and maybe sure. needed to sell. I was, I, I'm self-employed, so I, I wasn't furloughed, but I lost all my work for five months or so. So I just dug out all my spares and I was like, sell, sell, sell.
2: Why not though? Why not?
0: Money to the market, and yeah. it was great. Yeah.
2: And well, and it, it gave you, it gives you that because obviously the way that it, the world is right now is that you have to find another way of doing business.
1: This is what a lot of people uh,
0: realised, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and yeah. so, so you were just doing good business. And so,
1: yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah so you, I, I
0: normally keep all the spares, I keep all the spares in the crates and the filing cabinets uh, to take to the events that Billy Butler does, Dan does, the rave story. Because I preferred always to just sell face to face. It'd just be like a couple of quid each. And so oh, I've got all these spares. I can't go out anywhere and sell them. So, yeah, I just thought I'd go on eBay and start selling again. So, yeah, it was cool to have that.
2: Excellent. And what would you say have been the best sellers? What, what have been the best sellers? And what would you say are the most valuable flyers today?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good question, Wayne. Um, <laughs> so, we've got here Dreamscape One. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see. Oh, cool. I have that flyer. Face in the laser grid. Beautiful um, flyer,
2: ESP. Those you know, guys, Murray yeah. and the boys. Yeah, lots of love.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, the the question on everyone's lips is, who is she? There's so many people saying she's uh, this actress or that Bridget Nielsen. I think a lot of people say. Um,
1: yeah,
2: I, I just thought it was someone they made up. The answer no, what is is
0: it, this... from like those image bank books.
2: Is it um, really? I thought the they bank... made that image up completely.
0: Yeah got the original magazine
2: excellent oh wow ball.
0: right it's a creative nice. photograph by an american wow. photographer it's all photography there's no computer on that which is pretty wow. cool well, that's photography um they did explain it in his book how they do it and lots of wow. long of different series of images and then joining it together darkroom techniques and uh yeah, it turns out she's not famous anyway, her face. She's just a fairly unknown American model from the mid eighties.
2: Wow, dreamscape. I mean,
0: fluctuates. this is a classic example. It's a ghost from, I mean, at one point it was up to 75 pounds. You could sell it, bang, 75 pounds, guaranteed to get that much bids on it. Wow. So back in the day, it's always been a 15 to 20 pound flyer. Okay. But then yeah, lockdown just went up and up. So after lockdown, September, it, the market dropped a little bit and it settled, went down to about 30 pounds and now lockdown happened again, it's up to about 50 to 60 pounds again now. So it's a real fluctuating yeah. market, that one, which is quite funny, but that's that's the most probably sought after fly, most wanted flyer.
2: Uh, right, this a two day, that Jamescape flyer. I think I might even have a few of those.
0: It's not rare. It's not rare. Everyone's got it or yeah. everyone wants it. Everyone just, if you haven't got it, you're going to want it. It's a beautiful flyer. So that's why the market yeah. for it. So, People think, it well, reminds yes. me; it's
2: got that Tron sci-fi feel yeah. to it.
0: Yeah, it, it worked, and it, it, I think it just made Dreamscape what it is.
2: Definitely, um, they were good. They did good flyers, ESP.
0: Yeah, so you've got yeah Dreamscape two followed suit with the face. There you go. Um, three changed a bit, but these are all Image Bank images until Pez helped design the later ones.
2: Well, yeah, um, till Pez and Pops as well. God rest his soul. <laughs> Pops, <laughs> he, he did a lot of flyers
0: yeah he's, he's passed away now isn't he sad yeah but we, we interviewed him about 10 years ago oh go on yeah got him on film unedited so we'll have to get wow, that out wow you should get that Thank out you. dude because
2: yeah, yeah. yeah get that out because no one's got yeah. any real footage of pops you know but uh, anyway let's continue on with your flyer collection so
1: what recently, you got there recently, what you got there on
2: the desk show us your, show us what you got on your desk <laughs>
0: Uh, some more esp flyers which is before dreamscape they did uh, Oh yeah i remember those the i've got to say shout out to paul, paul for sending me a couple of these in mint condition go
2: on, bounce. Is, uh, very, very yeah exciting. was that esp bounce
0: so that's before dreamscape
2: okay yeah go on go uh, on
0: yeah. excellent so what we got we got spectrum so
2: yeah let's talk like, about spectrum flyers.
0: So obviously, he was, he gave Paul Oakenford the club, didn't he, to do Spectrum? Yeah. And um, you got kindly donated to me by Paul Ransom, who printed a lot of these. Dave nice. Little's classic. Uh, nice. And then they wiped that onto a badge. These right. sell for about, I don't know, 50, 75 quid each now, which wow. is crazy. Um, yeah. So the original
2: G. Spectrum, and it's, it's not the entire flyer. There you go. There's the flyer. That's just a yeah, part of the, the flyer. The
0: 88 one. Yeah. Um, early 88 a yeah, yeah. Um, excellent. Quite easy. So a shout out to Steve Proctor for helping me with one of these. And a recent, uh, another guy, I forget his name on eBay, but then they, they sold the franchise, didn't they? Spectrum to Birmingham. It went up to Birmingham. For a yeah, I remember.
2: I don't know if they sold it. Did they, is that what happened? They actually sold it? Right.
0: Quote me that. I don't know, but I think um, <laughs> someone might have said it went there as a franchise type
2: thing. I remember the so, flyer. That's it. The darker flyer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Nice. They went to five,
0: got an A six. Nice. Even
2: improved, really. so, nice.
0: But I mean, I, was, I
2: remember it, them yeah. laminated ones.
0: Yeah, lovely, lovely. Uh, that, that was Paul Paul Ransom printed those.
2: Oh yeah, um, Paul. I know Paul.
0: Yeah, okay, he's a lovely bloke. So yeah, yeah, he printed one of
2: these and the shim flyer and stuff like that. Nice, nice. Nice, But tell us a little bit about that because that I guess we're talking about the value of flyers and stuff like that. And where does, I mean, are anyone doing fake flyers? Because I imagine this must have encouraged a few printers to start doing fake flyers.
0: It's inevitable it's gonna happen. When people see those posters, people are gonna cash in, aren't they? Sure. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm a bit naive to it and think, oh, you know, nah, no one's going to do it. And yeah, sure enough, Dave, can you check this out? Have a look at this flyer. And I put my hands up. There was one where I was initially skeptical and sort of dismissed it. And the guy said, no, Dan actually flagged me to it. said, no, Dave, have another look. I've looked at it in more detail because I, I do Photoshop for a living. So I got the scan from eBay and put it into, overlaid it on the original scan. And you can see okay. where... The guys tried to Photoshop out using a clone tool to fold
1: no and it didn't lost
0: all the details behind it and then as soon as I see that I start seeing other mistakes and then, there. Uh, so we put a call out on the group if you've bought this get in touch you need to you bought a fake flyer you know you spent 290 quid on it or whatever. No which way. is not on it's not on it's a proper thing Sorry That angry. is
2: bang out of order. You
0: know what I mean? Someone's bang, bang out, out of order on. And not everyone knows the flyer to compare it with. So, you mm. know, some fakes may look obvious, but some may be well done. If you, you don't, don't know the familiar, flyer, with, if
2: you're just a collector.
0: Yeah. Most collectors know just the feel, even the smell, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. And it's got that old blue rustic.
0: Blue yeah, yeah. That you know, yeah. The blue tackle, folds, or bits like that. Um, but yeah, so one, one of, he sold two of these fake flyers, and one guy got in touch and managed to get his money back through eBay. The guy wow. denied it to his blue in the face. And I think eventually he sort of slowly admitted that it might have been fake. He said, Oh, I got sold it from someone else. And now nah, we realized he was. Yeah. He was on well, it.
2: once he's given you money back, he's, he's holding he's, up.
0: Yeah. The guy yeah. got his money back. And he's holding his yeah, hands up, isn't he? He's yeah. out of the blue, and there wasn't much more we can do. We're not the police, you know what I mean? So we're just right. trying to help, help people don't get ripped off. And there's been a few others like that. One guy's selling them as copies on eBay.
2: Yeah, I heard about this guy, So, but apparently he's not actually writing on them that they're copies or something. Is that correct?
0: Uh, that's what I've been told. He said he was going to, but he also said he'd he'd sold out, but I keep seeing him re yeah. them on eBay. He said, oh, I've got a few, just a few copies done back in the day, really high res.
2: So um, we should say then, um, you know, people to, think, to people that are listening, you know. Yeah. Well, we're, okay. we're, listening, we're listening to all day's valuations here, and we're hearing that these flyers are going for hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And obviously when we were doing parties back in the day, they were, people were printing up fake tickets. So why yeah. wouldn't they print fake? And I even suspect there might be people printing up um, fake class of 88 books.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah and, I and, say,
2: and not necessarily in the UK, but the Americans. And because mm-hmm. I, f- I found it, it was quite odd that whenever the Americans had a book and they were selling them for 500 pounds, you know, like whenever they had one on, on Amazon.com, yeah, they, it was always brand new, yeah. You know? And a- I just a- thought, well, yeah. that's a bit weird, you know. Yeah. And I was sending these guys messages, not even like giving them a hard time, just congratulating them on getting that money. I'd say, hey, guys, I wrote that book, well done for getting that money. And yeah. they never, ever replied.
0: No, no, they're not going to
2: reply. <laughs> you know, so that's what first kind of triggered my suspicion yeah. that something's not right here. You know? yeah, that does so,
0: That's a bit strange. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, uh, some people say, well, look, I don't mind buying a copy because I can't afford £200 for the original. No, but I'd,
2: Yeah, but that's fine then. At least you know no, that's what I'm, you're buying. I'm buying a copy. But... You, with it, your copy, if there's no way, if there's nothing on that fly that says it's a copy, yeah.
0: who you say you're not going to sell market. it on? Yeah, man. It could get back in the market. It could that get back in the market. It, yeah, and someone else could it could swap hands, and then eventually someone sells it, may not even know it's fake, and sell it as an original. I think... I just have a bit of a problem with it, with that yeah. respect. don't no want fakes getting into the market as real. So if someone states on it it's a copy, puts some sort of watermark on it, and states it in the sale, then there's sure. not much you can do about that. I would personally rather no one did that, but I'm not, you know, that's, that's just my opinion. Other people have their own opinions, which is fair.
2: No, I've, I think, yeah, it's nice to have a copy of a flyer, but I feel that it, it needs to be clear that it's not an original flyer. And I yeah. think that when these messages, like the conversation we're having right now, the more people get to understand that, no, hang on, people are paying £300 for a flyer today. You know, so people want to make sure that they're not getting fakes. Yeah, and yeah. people need so, to be a little bit more careful about the flyers yeah. that they buy because even like the Genesis flyers, you know, you're not going to find a new one. <laughs> no, you, you know what I mean. It's it's going to be if you do, I'm going to be highly suspicious of it. You know, but yeah. so it's going to be hard to find a new one. And it was the same with my book, Class of '88. It was, how come they've always got new books? You know. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do to actually stop it, but it it does um
0: i think what you said is like if he puts, does
2: if he put it this way if he does a genesis flyer you know i'm definitely going to contact
0: him yeah i think tim, tim wasn't too pleased seeing someone recently yeah. doing some, uh reproducing some ng artwork that was obviously yeah. tim holding these hobs
2: he's
0: big in the game now and also if you're like,
2: watching mate don't do a genesis flyer yeah. <laughs>
0: there was a few people upset um recently someone else doing some reprints on different materials and okay. he didn't make any effort to collaborate well, that's a bit interesting designers. though a lot if of the designers are fine as long as you get in touch with them and they'll come to a collaboration
2: yeah so, and and did you say he's doing it on different materials
0: yeah i think a few people have tried this so it's not
2: did... when you are saying different materials so it's not a flyer it's not a cardboard no, flyer
0: well, it on like metal plate um, yeah
2: well that's different
0: yeah, but my, if, my if, opinion
2: you, is a bit different for that. Yeah. You know, because you know, because we know that none of the none of the party promoters did that. So no, we know no, we no. know that didn't come from the promoter.
1: Whereas well, with a
2: that. flyer, you, you're like, well, you don't know, you know.
1: That's
0: true. Yeah. No, the, the issue with that was something like George Giorgio Say, for example, or Steve Reed, the design show would see their design on something mm. else being mass-produced and sold. So For a lot him. of money
2: and not cheap either. So,
0: so I don't know how many. So do, so do you movies. think
2: that? So do you think it's a, an issue, or am I making it more of an issue than what it is?
0: <laughs> I'd say, put it this way: I, some people are just being constructive and trying to make. Uh, make a little bit of revenue Hmm. Uh, most of the flyers didn't have original art on so there is that but there's that something but it's still about branding
2: though you know you I might not have owned that picture but the branding that goes around that picture I I, I do you know
0: I would say if you're going to if you're going to use an original artist's work just ask them um, and come into a collaboration and if it's not an original artist's work if it's just like a a rip off then yeah then you probably get away with it and it's fine but um with yeah we're, so, uh, <laughs> what so was it i've lost my train of thought there
2: no we were just talking about the the, the you know oh yeah fake you see, flyers you
0: can, yeah i mean you more of it well let's say there's sixteen thousand flyers for sale on ebay at any one time at the moment wow
2: and really sixteen thousand yeah. flyers on ebay
0: and the amount of fakes on there in my opinion my no, right. very low. Yeah. Opinion on it is very small. Yeah, very, I would say small. that.
2: No, but I would say the fakes aren't. The fakes are going to be with the most the the, the valuable flyers. That's where it's I feel like you're going to have to, to look point
0: out. Point yeah. Say that again. There's no point faking like you run out the mill, two pound, five pound. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, a lot of people because there's been one or two, maybe three or four incidents of reprints this year or last year. It gives eBay a bad name and people assume that everything's fake. They actually do. You know, it's just hmm. uh, it's full of fakes. Well, sure. it's not full of fakes. And but I suppose
2: the next fakes. thing now is, like, you've become a, an authenticator as such,
0: well, I that's guess. what Yeah, you, you mentioned make sure you know about the flyer you're going to buy. If you're going to spend a lot of money on a flyer, maybe email a few of us or go on the group. Say, yeah. what's this flyer like? Is this seller legit? Make sure the seller is legit. Sometimes you can tell from the other flyers they're selling. Try and compare it with an image you've seen online or a scan. Uh, and I mean,
2: that's an, that's another progression for you as well. That you know, you've started off, you know, as as this solo dude. <laughs> you know, you know, you don't know who's looking at your website. You don't know who's looking at your flyers. You know, and yeah. as you've come along now, and you've you've progressed to this far, where you actually become one of the leading authorities. On the, <laughs> on the history of Ray Flyers, man, that's a stat.
0: Yeah, I guess if you say it like that, man. but you know, really, I've been called the wiki of Ray, ray Flyers, the Mate. oracle of Ray Flyers. So tell me. me, go on, someone even called me the Fagan of Ray Flyers, but I wouldn't, uh, on, son. I didn't What's like on? that one. No, so tell like me, one. what
2: is like, um, what is your favorite? flyers have you got have you got a favorite top five because it's always hard 20,000 flyers in your database it must be quite hard you know you've become this authenticator when people it's a bit it reminds me like the Banksy boys if you ever wanted to authenticate a Banksy you, you know you go to banksy.co.uk and they will authenticate it for you yeah and and, and you'll become that as such if people want to authenticate a flyer or knife of flyers the real thing you know they come to you I mean you, you, yeah, yeah, lot, excited to have that. It's quite an honor, it's quite an honour to have that position as well, isn't it?
0: It is nice, yeah. It's nice hmm. to, uh, to to be respected in that way. And you know, people do come to me because they know Fat Media and they, they've heard of the name. And between me, it's not just me though. Luckily, there's there's a really good network through Fat Media I've, I've met all the other collectors and designers and promoters. And so we are trying to build an authentication network now. And it's long overdue. I keep saying, yeah, 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 I'm going to set the group up, set the group up. But we're going to make an authenticating board as such. So try and give people a, port, a portal to sort of come in and say, is this flyer legit? Um, and, you know, there's all sorts of things we could lead on from there. We can um, have flyers to be sold with a form of provenance. So you can put the history of the flyer. Who did you bought it off? With, or where did you get it from originally? Or has it been in your possession the whole time? That comes with some sort of form. It would take on board the like the baseball cards of America, their ideas, things like that. So
1: lots good of idea. ideas. It's and a
0: good idea. There's longevity. Together,
2: there's longevity to it as well.
0: I think so. Yeah. I
1: think there sport, is. You, know, you, this,
2: you could do this. I could see this type of operation running till after you're gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. these flies they are always
2: going to. These flyers are always going to be around.
0: Yeah. You know, they're
2: always is, going to be in circulation, so you're always going to need someone to authenticate that.
0: Yeah, you just got to find the people to... Uh, well, you. To you and take on, yeah. But the, the, the good thing about it is having these connections. So if I don't have the flyer, I can then contact, say, Mark up in Leicester or Rumor in Birmingham, say, have you got this flyer? Can you check it against yours? And if you really needed to, someone could post it to us if they really weren't sure, and then we can, like, match it up.
1: And, sure. And they
0: can have it sent back with this authentication or whatever. So, you know, we haven't kind of tuned a, it's good idea. There's an idea there somewhere that I think... It's a good idea. <laughs> you know. what, you, what you
2: need to probably do is, like, maybe create some type of, like, a membership scheme.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah,
2: some you sort know, of... Um, uh, where people might pay, like, an annual fee or something, you know? And for that annual fee, it doesn't have to be a massive amount of money. You know, you're there as their support you're there you're there to authenticate things because i would if i was going to get into the 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 reign of or if i was going to get into the field of going for authenticating stuff and giving Mm. certificates and things like that i feel like there should be some sort of fee structure involved in that too
0: like a subscription
2: yeah and, and that's why I was trying to think of a way that you could do it. So it's like there, there should be a fee, but maybe if you did it in a subscription-type format, uh, that people were getting more than just that authenticated. You're now part of this, and you're part yeah. of the news network, and you know, you're know you on the mailing list and all this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, we'd have to look at that, definitely. There's hmm. other people who are more knowledgeable about this side. Like my, my knowledge is the flyers. Other people more knowledgeable in the business side and the authentication side and the algorithms and all of that that We've got on board with us. So sure. Luckily, it's not just relying on me to do because it ain't nothing, it's just me. So yeah, that's one of the things, the, the business side of things. But I wouldn't want it to be like a profit making organisation. We want people to think, oh, it's this big marketing thing. No, good totally idea. Isn't. Being a non profit, that's a that's a good yeah. idea. Any money in it is just going in on expenses or what's needed to run it, and that'd be it. Um, because it does need know, to probably,
2: it does need to be self sustainable.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so, no point so, in
2: you having to running around trying to find, you know, monthly fees or whatever. You know, yeah. it's not going to work like that. It it definitely needs to be self sustainable, doesn't it?
1: But yeah, it will it be. be- it,
2: it will be. You know, it, even if it came down to, it wasn't a subscription. You just got to pay for that.
0: Yeah, that's the other option, isn't it? Just if yeah. you wanted that done, that service done, then that's how much it would cost, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But having now been in the game for 20 years, you're, the Fat Media has been at the forefront, along with a couple of others. But now you guys are all at the forefront of this thing. You, you've got 20,000 odd flyers in your database. So, what would you say were your top five favorites, maybe? <laughs> I, I know mean, it's hard it's to say because, you know, when people say hard. to me, What's your top five? Or it's even top ten, and they say, "What's your yeah. top ten acid house tracks?" So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. "I
0: can't, I can't say.
2: There's too many."
0: Yeah, I mean, personally, uh, I love some of the Plymouth flies because that's my hometown. Mm. That's where I grew up. I yeah, mean, that's the connection. Mm. And the my raving shoes. Yeah, like Alpha, Lost Factory. Some of those really early Xenas maybe because um, they was raving in '88 there, uh, which I didn't know about until recently. that They did some raves at the Plymouth warehouse and. Um, it's just about still in one piece. I got this off DJ Destruction last year. I don't know if you can see it.
2: I can see it. Yeah, yeah. excellent.
0: Yeah. So you're a little bit mitten, but... That's I'm very typical. That and
2: that's like... yeah, yeah, and that fly is very typical of that time. That's kind of the... I would yeah. say they probably went to the same printers that we did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a high street.
2: Yeah, it was like Pronto print one or someone like that it was. Nice. For
0: Plymouth, for Plymouth to have an 88, that's quite rare, because normally you'd just see it around London, wouldn't you? Mainly in, in Manchester yeah. and um, Blackburn.
2: Yeah, Portsmouth uh, as yeah. well. Sorry? Portsmouth as well. Just I just found that out just recently. They um, Someone sent me well? a load of um, clips from a Portsmouth newspaper. Wicked. Oh, uh, someone has basically collected them all. Yeah. And someone had contacted me and said, look, I've got all of these front pages from the Portsmouth News or something like that is. <laughs> and they sent it to me. And when I was looking, it was like 1988. There was warehouse parties going on up there. Yeah. yeah. like, come so on, boys. Yeah. yeah.
0: Under the window. Come on, boys. Yeah. All these places, these little places, like, I don't know, Portsmouth is in Little. My sister lives there. I know how big it is. But all these other smaller places in London and Manchester, yeah.
1: Birmingham, we're doing their things, man. It's going
0: on? Totally.
2: So, and so, what, and talking of Blackburn and Manchester, and have you got flyers? Obviously, you have got flyers from there. But yeah. what's your most popular flyers from, from Manchester and... Blackburn. I mean did Blackburn do many flyers?
0: Yeah, they did flyers. It's really hard to get them because mm. people want to keep their flyers from uh, Blackburn scene. You've got the revenge parties, you've got uh well, the bigger ones Live the dream. I think that was 89. Um they were a lot more what DIY a lot more, you know. Yeah, yeah I get that. The impression I get. Yeah. Meet like, down
2: yeah. there on Saturday, town centre by the <laughs> clock Saturday. Let's yeah. go.
0: Big warehouse, parade, massive, like yeah. thousands of them, you know, the footage of them are amazing. It is, like,
2: I never got to go, so when I look at that footage, yeah. it, it just reminds me of what we was doing.
0: Oh, and it's great, doesn't it? And then obviously they yeah. had some big, big, they had the massive arrest of 800 odd people, didn't they? That one. Was, it,
2: was that where it was, Blackburn? I yeah. remember that front cover. Um, Eight, I got the front it cover, massive. it was like 836 people yeah. arrested.
0: None of them charged or so, but the police beat the hell out of a lot of them, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. They've done that to yeah. us as well yeah I remember
2: the police trapped us once in this um like these garages type thing you know in my mm-hmm. uh, it was bow police as well okay. east london you know and <laughs> we've you know we thought we were going to be arrested but no yeah. they they just basically gave us a hiding you know it's because we had to go through them to get away and they trapped us so it's like we either have to go that way or we have to go that way no. and so the way that we chose they just stood there with their batons, you know and as we come through they just whacked us all and then when we got past them, because they didn't try and stop us, they just said, "You know, don't come back." <laughs> and we we're like, "We're definitely not coming back here." Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm all right, yeah. I'm not coming back, then, mate.
2: Yeah. yeah. And like, so, what? So, how do you see it going from here, then, mate? What? what how do you? See, for a start, do you think there's going to be? I mean, in fact, you are actually in a good position to answer this question because they, your, your website, Fat Media, they don't just host acid house flyers or house flyers you know you i imagine you must have a massive database of drum and bass yeah. You know, hardcore probably more than what you've got of acid house i imagine yeah if, given well, given you've got you know 28 years
1: yeah, <laughs> of yeah. events
2: you know
0: well, you say it like because 88 popular 89 got big 90 yeah. was just growing because it's going into the clubs then yeah 91 so if you look at my database and I searched by year, the biggest year for files is nineteen ninety two. So I believe
2: it. I believe it.
0: And when the most rates are going on, so that's that's yeah. probably the biggest. Yeah, I mean obviously. But do you remember? Years I I years.
2: but I do actually remember what's happening around that that time. I can understand ninety two being quite a hyped up year because I remember at the time we were driving all around England because it. Acid House, it kind of, the wave moved in stages, didn't it? By 92, it was, you had licensed, legal licensed venues, the clubs were licensed, then you had legal licensed outdoor events, or you can basically license any type of event. And up up north, they kind of took the crown, they took over from about 91, probably, but at 92, it was at its height. And yeah, some, of the,
1: yeah. and some
2: of the best parties that I've ever seen because again, I wasn't going to these events as a raver, I was kind of accompanying someone else there, you know, and we wasn't staying, it was like a DJ. We we would be there a couple of hours, they do their set, and we, we would leave. But the, those parties, Birmingham, Rag Markets, you know, Amnesia House, Marcus Garvey Center, Nemesis, um um eclipse, you know. I mean, that was such an exciting time for music as well, wasn't it? Because the music had changed. It was now hardcore music, which later becomes drum and bass.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, and that's the time when you come in as well, isn't it? That's like, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is your generation, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it, it progressed. I mean, Plymouth was yeah. still heavily techno. and it was, it was heavily house, loads of house. So you either had your house on the Saturday or your techno uh, slash hardcore on the Friday. All right. um, so often you do both you do the hardcore nights on friday and then chill out on the su- saturday with the house nights yeah but yeah, but yeah. the music was uh,
1: it's real going off then so
0: and uh, i rem- and i
2: remember that um even the eclipse boys they did a couple of massive aircraft hangar parties do you remember
0: yeah, yeah
2: t2 yeah yeah that's all right. they did those parties i think i've got the flyers for those those as well And so and I remember amnesia house. Um they they, did the biggest marriage. Was it the biggest marriage? Yeah, Book of Love. Um
0: you had uh Book of Love you had all these five to ten to fifteen thousand all night licenses being granted. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: nemesis. The nemesis party was was amazing. It really was amazing. They had the DJ was in the middle of the and it was at the Birmingham Rag Market, so it's thousands, (laughs) I probably was ten thousand people there. And they had the DJ set up in the middle of the car park. And in this when I say car park, I'm making it sound like it's underground. It wasn't underground at all. It was this massive high tower. Yeah. And they had they surrounded it in like this white silk like see-through sheet, seating. And then they had all these fans in there, you know, and, and it wasn't New Year's Eve. No, it wasn't New Year's Eve. They had all these fans in there. And so the fans were, were blowing the, the sheets. And I mean it was It was stunning, and I was up, and I was inside that, you know, (laughs) and just looking out, and it was absolutely amazing. And I think the person that I was with played the last set that night, and the way that they and so one minute there was ten thousand people in there, and I never forget how they cleared the the building. They basically you could start smelling CS gas, no, and then suddenly the building was empty. Like, like, the building was literally empty in uh, about three minutes four minutes yeah
0: so, so like and
2: it was the security they the, that they were basically sprayed a load of CS gas I mean these this is the days of unlicensed security yeah.
1: <laughs> so they yeah. sprayed
2: a load of CS gas and they did that like, they they was they cleared the building but it was an incredible thing so I understand why a 92 would be hugely popular and now that people are looking for that you know like yeah, yeah when asked before acid house came along we wasn't looking for it you know it kind of came along and slapped us all around the face but by 92 it was a thing that you should look out for <laughs> you know it was either the hardcore you know the drummer bass jungle everything came from that you know
0: yeah yeah a lot of the younger generation were coming into it then as well that they'd heard about and they couldn't have gone to the the early days so i think that's that's part of the uh the sort of boom in the flyer sales now because people weren't or they can't afford or don't want to spend the money on the acid house ones so it's pushing the, the prices up of the uh like I'm saying all the early 90s ones now so we're seeing like just today it got a few people say to me oh you know what's, what's the price for these and these to me they would have been five pounds so i'd yeah. probably spend fifty quid if that I, I often swap flyers but
1: sure could be well, 40 to bit, 50 bit of satanism <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't look too much into the uh, meaning of the, um, yeah imagery. yeah
2: no because we at the end of the day it's the same thing as we were saying you know we wasn't involved in the occult it's just a
0: this, is, like the,
2: this is the imagery that we were using that's it you know
0: but it's all um the you... 70s fantasy artists as well isn't it yeah. The art, really. yeah so these are going like really high and wow. just people just like it and now five people want that flyer so then it's 40 quid because the market gets pushed up wow um, you are saying earlier about the best flyers or my favourite flyers.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, what are your best flyers? Because, I mean, it's hard to choose from all those.
0: To, the market uh, record for a single flyer was, I think, just around £300 for Sunrise. Wow. Um, Sunrise
2: can, 1. Can you remember what flyer it was?
0: Yeah, I don't have it, but I know who's okay, got it. Okay, so someone paid um,
2: 300 quid for a Sunrise flyer.
0: Yeah, I've recently come into this, which is the pre-flyer oh, wow. for that flyer. <laughs> wow.
2: That's a really um, early one. It even mentions yeah. Apocalypse Now.
0: That's, uh, I think that it, the first sunrise didn't actually happen either. It got stopped before it even started. Okay. But that's the thing for it. I don't wow. know how much that would be worth.
2: But, um, that must be worth a fortune.
0: It's not because, much, to, it's
2: right, not it's much a, to look at, but it, it, it says sunrise and it says Apocalypse Now on it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you
2: know, apocalypse good. now is really important. The, the, so the
0: the, got blown right out of the water on Boxing Day. These guys who you know probably as well, the Hedonism parties. Yeah,
2: 1988,
0: early 88. Yeah, yeah,
2: I mean, they they kind of set the benchmark, didn't they?
0: Yeah, it was amazing. The lineups they yeah. had there with the Sea and Colin Faber. Yeah, and that. they set
2: the benchmark. I mean, they had a massive party. It was like 1988 before us, before Genesis.
0: Yeah. one venue didn't they and they had four parties there that were legendary by all accounts and i've spoken to them in depth for the book oh cool guys go on sorry mate yeah i have to say massive thanks to them and they um they've donated some flyers for the book uh which i've been lucky enough to wow
2: excellent
0: a little bit missing there yeah yeah uh, excellent It's a lovely flyer, isn't it? That
2: wow, is, that's very cool. A pop-up flyer.
0: In some of the 88 flyers back then, as you said. Yeah, I, I haven't
2: seen a flyer like that back then or now. So um, that is impressive for back then.
0: This one here.
2: Nice. Reach out and touch.
0: Yeah, and they put so much thought into the design. There's a whole story between each flyer that they were telling me. And wow. So these are a set of more tools.
2: hedonism flyers. Yeah, cool. Very cool.
0: Really cool little, little text designs. on. Very them. cool. And if you feel it, it's, like, all embossed.
2: Yeah, and, and it's, it's that cool. pastel paper. Yeah, it's yeah, the same it as the Genesis flyers. The Genesis flyers run that pastel embossed. You can feel the print. You can feel the ink, you know? Nice, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And for these, when... Luckily, I, I was kind enough to uh, have these donated as Fat Media's archives. So, obviously, nice.
1: these are in my position. Cool. My
0: life. And then my daughter's after me, if she wants sure. them. And <laughs> well, even
2: if she just be. has them, you know... It's, uh, I think I'm part of a trust fund or something, you
0: know. Exactly. So, but that they were put on sale as a charity auction by Simon and um, Alan, the original promoters, and all the proceeds were going to the Frankie Knuckles Foundation. Cool. And there was a lot of interest, a lot of buzz in the flyer market. Oh, nice. Are, you know, and it it shot up. It went up from to fifty quid, two hundred yeah. fifty.
2: Yeah. Cool.
0: Thousand pounds. I probably would have so,
2: contributed to some kids or something, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a great, and <laughs> it ended up with two thousand. What is it? Two thousand four hundred pounds for the fourth flyers Wow, very cool. now, if you divide that by four, six hundred pound per flyer. Wow, the current record, and that's I can't really see that being beaten. But you know, you never know. We live. Give it a couple more years. So that was impressive, and that was a, It's just such a buzz to see something that we love like that just uh
2: just sure so language. let's talk about um the future dave you know what how do you how do you see fat media's future
0: um yeah i think we need um, a relaunch on the website it's uh, the guy who who does do it is is very um hard to pin down and well he's, he's a big boy forget- now isn't he? he's building yeah, all these massive building websites building. and He's no longer a student, so he commands a high price, so he doesn't really have time for little pet projects anymore. Sure. So I've got to find him again, and we've made contact recently. We do every couple of years, so I'm going to... He has sort of rebuilt it, half rebuilt it, so it's (coughs) in the making. Excuse me. It's going to be more uh, user-friendly for mobile devices and stuff like that, which is really important now. Um, Loads of little tweaks that need to be done and just a, a whole new revamp, Um. But the book is the main thing. So we're really excited about the book or books now. It's probably going to be two volumes due to the amount of content we got.
2: Sure. And tell us about the publisher. Have you already got a publisher or are you going to be yeah, looking for
0: one? He my mate Al, who does One Love Books.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, are you going to publish got, them with him?
0: Yeah. So he's also an old rave as well. And he's, he's done about half a dozen books himself off his own back. Nice. Really lovely, well designed and well presented. So. And he, kn- nice-
2: he knows that self-publishing format as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Having he, done he, six books, he's all experienced with that. So that's all in his hands, and he's editing for me. and um, We just got, we just had the cover designed by Pez, so cool. it looks amazing. Shout out to Pez; he's uh, done some sterling work on there just in time, just before he's just had a little one as well brought into this world. So nice. And so, what? When
2: is there a plan for when this is coming out? Or
0: yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say this year at this point. I'm not going to commit to, I don't know. At some obvious. point this year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a little bit delayed because of everything's been going on. Um, so, you know, it's definitely this year. So, yeah, exciting times, really. So after that, I'm going to take a bit of a breather, I think, and relax. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: the yeah. thing is, when you, you yeah. know, I know this with LSD magazine, like, when yeah. you're in demand, it can be very tiring.
1: <laughs> yeah. So tiring. I understand.
0: It's not It's not a paid job at the moment. Maybe yeah. when the book comes out, like, it might make a bit of money, but it's really just for the love of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I, I, yes, yeah, so I'm working in my normal job anyway, So and doing the flyer hobby, which we'll say um, addiction slash craziness in the any spare time I've got. Excellent. So, yeah, that's it. so I'd probably take a little bit of a back step once the book's out, just sit back and relax, because I'm sure we're going to launch it hopefully post lockdown a couple of parties you know and then maybe a few exhibitions would be would be nice to do with the book and get some of the flyer collectors nice. and designers involved and do well, a few you,
2: you could probably sell that book with just based on your database alone
0: i think it, it could, of your we, community
2: of people i mean you know
0: yeah through instagram and facebook it, it yeah. do pretty little loans so yeah really really confident and hoping it's going to be as good as we really think it is the research we've we've both put into it me and al and um, contacting all the original promoters and designers just the little quotes you know it's it's sure. mainly going to be flyers it's mainly graphic graphic so yeah it's not going yeah, to be so, so you've
2: into. so basically so you've got i mean you interviewed me for your book as well so you've you've, you've interviewed yeah. you've, you're getting flyers the most important flyers from that period and then yeah. you interviewed a lot of the people, the promoters, and the people that either designed the flyer or the people, you know, the promoters that put the flies yeah, out.
0: Printed the printed the flies like Paul, yeah. or went to the raids, went to the raids, you know. Yeah.
2: Um, and what what format is it in? Is this like a big hard book or? Yeah,
0: it's going to be a nice big coffee table nice, style, but going nice. A few hundred pages in each, um, and yeah, it's probably going to be it's- two volumes. So. And we're will be expensive
2: energy. because obviously producing photography on that level is quite expensive, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we're going to yeah. be wary of that. i going to, you know, I've actually got,
2: be... I've actually got a book here that I was sent from Japan.
0: Oh yeah.
2: And it, I mean, it's, it, I can't show you it because it's, I've got a plant on top of it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, not actually on top of it, but um, yeah, it's uh, in the way. but yeah, but it's a book. It costs eight hundred pounds.
0: Yeah. It's really they
2: sent it, it to me for free,
0: but yeah.
2: eight hundred quid is what they charge it. And when I, I said to him,
1: I, I said, yeah. How much
2: are you charging for this book? And they were like, eight hundred pounds. And I thought I read them wrong, you know? I said, like, No, 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 for, for, for each one.
1: Yeah.
2: Eight hundred pounds. I said like, <laughs> so oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I said, like, okay. And they said, I said, What this one that you sent me for free? They're
0: like, yes, eight hundred pounds.
2: Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. So think, books can be really, really expensive, can't they? I mean, I know I'm not saying you're selling yours for eight hundred quid, but uh,
0: we'll, keep, we'll keep it at the standard sort of rate on those. content yeah. Because no, um, Junior brought out one, Junior Tomlin and Knowledge Magazine brought out one, so think along those lines, really. Yeah. yeah. A little bit bigger in size. But I, I think, think. I think
2: the last time, kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong, I haven't kept up with all the books that are coming out. Yeah. You know, I know I'm in a lot of them, which is one of the bonuses that from me yeah. writing my own book was that. Before that, no one mentioned Genesis, and it just seemed like the people that were writing these articles, whether whatever magazine they might be for, it just seemed like they were new, and therefore they didn't know who we were. But they were mentioning people that came after us, and and with real reverence, you know. And so, but once I wrote my book, then that was it, you know. Then, Then I'm in all of these books. So. Whenever I hear a book come out, I'm just like, oh, I wonder if I'm in it, like you know. And, and I'm much about sixty books now. It's quite unbelievable, you know.
0: Yeah, I do see your name popping up in book news. Yeah. Summer of Love book last year was done. Oh, okay, there.
2: see, I see, I didn't even know about that one, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, that's good. It, it's very um. I mean, yeah, a few Beefe actually...
2: books as well. You know, yeah. I, I I even got a mention in a Wu Tang Clan book. Big shouts to Cyrus. I got I got a credit in a Wu Tang Clan book, in, in the last five years
0: yeah nice That's awesome. <laughs> it's
2: crazy <laughs> it be, dude uh, you're not the
0: go-to man though Wayne if there's a documentary on telly it's, it's Wayne's on there I'm pretty sure um, i
2: try, mate you try. Yeah, you know because yeah. I mean I think with me you know a lot of people they get the hump and they say you know that they're always interviewing the same people but I think they're just playing safe a lot of the time you know and with a lot of these TV documentaries I mention everybody's name because I'm one of these people as well so I don't mind sharing the platform I look at them and I think, well, if you the fact that you're not even going to mention me shows you don't want to share the platform, but I don't mind sharing the platform. And so well, I mention well. everybody's names, but as a director of the documentary and you as a director of the film,
1: yeah,
2: when you start firing off all of these names, they now have to go and fill in the history about these names that you've mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and if they're they've already they know how much time they've got on this and so a lot of the time they actually cut it out they won't say to me don't mention them but at the end of it they would just cut it out you know and there's, there's not much you can do but um,
1: yeah.
2: there's still some you know I mean watch this space we've still got some really good stuff coming soon yes. you know yes. and I mean you know people uh, saying to me you know do you want are you going to do more parties and I feel like I don't know if I want to do social distancing parties but I still haven't written off doing more parties in the future but they have to be special you know like I, I try and say to people that when up uh, the motivation for us doing genesis back then was that it was so new it was so exciting so many people were being unplugged by the experience that there was something in it the money came last you know but now that there's the all that excitement is gone all of that intrigue all of that drama and the money it's like well what am I doing it for now? I'm only doing it for money now. And because money's never been a motivator for me, you know? And so, cause it's only about money. I feel like, mm, I don't really want to do it, but I'm not writing off doing I'm it.
0: I'm glad you're not writing it off. Cause I was thinking the other day, yeah. I missed your reunion party. When was that? 2011?
2: Or- yeah. Tw- yeah. I did two, didn't I? One twenty eleven, one twenty twelve.
0: Yeah. I missed them. I don't know what I was doing, yeah. but I didn't go to either, which is a bit of a, uh, mistake on my side so no
2: nah, uh, no nah, they were good parties people enjoyed them i never <laughs> enjoy them to be i never enjoy my own parties but be, and that's yeah. only because you're busy yeah
1: you yeah, know i'm doing
2: it. things and it's everything's a stress and you just want everything to go right and so it's quite a stressful you know procedure yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um yeah so you know in finishing I mean, I mean we've been speaking for a while now and it's been really great speaking to you but I know that you're in a little den there. Let's show us your little man's cave there because you're surrounded by historic acid ass flyers and everything else. Show us some of the stuff you've got in there, if you don't okay. mind.
1: Yeah, Just, us give give us a little,
2: give us a little peek. You don't, I, ne- I never normally say to someone, show me around to... your house, <laughs> show us show your
1: Right,
0: so
2: I've got, I've got... nice, um, uh... I are all related books.
0: There, yeah, oh, yeah, so the, yeah, yeah, Most of them are flyers or rave. There's the odd, uh, the odd shoe here. Yeah, go on, son. There you
2: go. And that this is cool. a nice Westworld
0: picture
2: That's Westworld, was it?
0: it? Goes well with this one here.
2: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I haven't seen those ones. Yeah, I've, got, I mean, I've got some good Westworld stickers. Some,
0: nice. See, that's a nice. Yeah. A one from The moon. Club. Nice. Nice. And um, these are. I'm looking for Energy One and Two. If anyone has them, get in touch. I'm interested. I can't remember
2: what's One and Two. That's One, isn't it?
0: Um, one and Two is basically these. That's ones. One, isn't it? Yeah. These yeah. are the '91 ones for the Eclipse. So these are going yeah. for silly really money at the moment, which is great. Like, lovely, love
2: But the thing about those, I feel like they're not even really Energy flyers. <laughs>
0: no, it's different. By them, <laughs> you know, it? it's like
2: I mean, at that point, the guys took over Energy. You know, and so yeah. I just feel yeah. like they're um, not really real flyers, them, you know. Be. And they they repeated the flyers, didn't they? Like their actual reprints. Nice. Yeah, they are
0: design. So that's this couple of shoes. have got Shume eighty eight. designed by Steve Reed on the left and you George get George Danny. Right? you get
2: Danny to sign them, mate.
0: Yeah, he did send me one for the book actually, but I had to send it back, so
1: yeah, you should uh, get, you are get are into... a of Oh, deal. look at
0: that. Excellent. Here we go. This is the, the collection. So we've got in here is just all the just house stuff, which I haven't really categorised. Wow. So, loads so of basically, for those that are just
2: listening, Dave has shown us around his office, and he's got crates, and he's got filing cabinets, and he's just opened a couple of drawers, and they are packed.
0: Packed these solid are, with flyers. All the spares in these three drawers.
2: Cool. on. Um, Every draw is packed. You
0: want to this poster display unit? Go cool on. You got one of the,
2: yeah, I remember those little poster display yeah, units. The one,
1: but...
2: Got a Beyond beyond Therapy Flyer there, JP sat yeah. in his son. Nice.
1: Bit of nice. and,
2: uh, so is that a
0: junior at work? Nice.
2: Rave the game. Did I say he raved a the game there? Yeah, yeah,
0: the I'm, board I'm,
2: game. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be interviewing pa- uh, Patrick about that game.
0: That'd be good. Yeah, we met him. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the main collection. So.
2: Wow. So this is like the third or fourth filing cabinet he's about to show us.
0: These are the big filing cabinets. These are the beasts. So this is the eighty-eight to mid-nineties. Wow. And you know, it's all—it's hard to display really because it's all so organized and filed away.
2: Quite sad, is it? Are you organized? I'm organized. I I mean, you must be insured.
0: And you got them all in there
2: nice
0: and, uh, it's really, nice like my mates said i need to get it out though and show it better you know show it so i've got to start thinking about how to actually uh, the thing is you could actually do an exhibition on your own
2: without without anybody yeah, it
0: could. you know it would be nice yeah i'd like to get a few people involved it's always nice to have a collaboration and, yeah uh, yeah help with the uh,
2: for sure like Me, I'm, get, I'm, like, I'm all about going solo these days but yeah i do know what you mean he's totally right okay.
0: Yeah, so it's hard to show the collection. Yeah, yeah, like, for the sure, the way it is.
2: How many flyers do you think is. you personally have in your collection?
0: In those two filing cabinets at the end, probably about 12,000,
1: 15,000. My um, word.
0: In the house one, there's probably about another 7,000 or 8,000. And then I've got this full of magazines and newspapers and your wow. So yeah. Give it 20,000.
2: Let's say that. Wow. <laughs> See, when you were saying 20,000, yeah, I thought yeah. you meant like, you know, you got 20,000 in your online database. You got yeah. 20,000 flyers in your house. Both, yeah,
0: yeah. So not all my flyers are on Fat Media. There's about 6,000 waiting to be uploaded. So wow, I haven't- dude. Yeah. That means, yeah, so yeah you really-
2: definitely, definitely got the biggest collection. I mean, I knew that coming in, but that is but- shocking, mate.
0: There's, I mean, like I said, Beach might have a bigger collection. I know his is pretty vast and complete as well, whereas not all the mine are complete yet. Um, sure. And who knows, there could be someone up there with it just in the loft, and they're not very You never know,
2: people. mate. You just never know. Look at what happened the other day when um, a, a pensioner, some pensioners, give their neighbours, they cleared out their loft of a load of Star Wars toys, well,
1: yeah.
0: gave it
2: to their neighbour's kid, the neighbor's kid has sold it. He's got about 600 grand.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was a massive, there was about 56, 60 toys, big ones really. as well. You know, like, yeah, one said, of the yeah, big yeah, Falcons. Yeah. And
0: if anyone's got a collection like that of Ray <laughs> then we we'll get lane and we'll look after
2: him for it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know. So, Dave, mate, it's honestly been a pleasure speaking to you, mate. It really it's has. Lovely. I I think that we will speak again uh, in the future. I think yeah, exactly. that if you if you're putting a call out for, you know, people that might want to do a collaboration with an exhibition with you, or if you're pointing out that you, you know, if anyone wants to come and collaborate on helping you to build the new website, I mean that's what we're doing right now.
1: <laughs>
2: so if you can help Dave, if you're a bit of a web technician and you can help Dave help him. And if you I mean you're probably you probably got your partners you're gonna do the exhibitions with, I guess.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a few other people already got yeah. their eye exhibition, and yeah. we did ask if I wanted to help at one point, so hopefully that's still the case. Um, sure. We, we I mean, I did say to so you, you can do it on
2: your own. You could do it on your own. Yeah, but, we will do our own you know. when
0: we do the book. So yeah, we, we'll yeah that's probably the best time. The book, ones that we're featuring, and maybe get some of the designers in there, so that'll be yeah, an uh, exhibition of sorts. So yeah, definitely
2: that would be really exciting. Well, I tell you what, and it, and it's you know again just thinking about that collection, that massive collection that's the most flyers I've ever seen, um, in a collection. I mean, it's not the most flyers I've ever seen. We once printed a hundred and fifty thousand flyers.
1: Yeah, say. yeah,
2: and, and we run out of flyers a week before the party. I mean, that was something, but that's <laughs> another story. But I haven't seen that many flyers before in my life, and that's just nuts. And so you definitely can do exhibitions on your own and i definitely i'm really looking forward to this book i was interviewed for the book and you've interviewed all the big faces and so that's really something to look out for later on this year and i feel like you know i I imagine you'd probably get a few of the boys to come and you know probably do a sort of competition maybe and get a few of the boys to come down and sign a few editions. yeah
0: that'd Uh, be lovely yeah definitely
1: yeah you know
2: i mean you know me i'm always up for anything like that you want me to come down and sign some stuff
0: I think we'd like to invite anyone that helped out with the book to come along. Yeah, yeah. especially with the launch party and things yeah. like that. I mean, even
2: at the launch party. In fact, what would be quite good is if I've got a copy of it at the launch party.
1: Yeah.
2: I'll get everyone to sign it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get one to sign my edition at the party. and keep it forever. I'm not interested in selling it. But um, so listen, mate. It's been a really pleasure speaking to you. Um, hopefully we'll speak together quite soon. Uh, thanks again for giving us this time and for speaking about this, what started off as a hobby, which could soon actually become a career. Be you, know, you are the authenticator. <laughs> <laughs> and um, mate, thanks for appearing and we'll speak again really soon. Thanks again, mate, yeah?
0: Oh, Thanks for having me, Wayne. Been uh, mate, phenomenal. it's a pleasure,
2: mate. Loads of love, right? All right, take care. Really. Nice one, mate.
1: Do you think it's anything
0: to do with a certain religion, do you think? No, it's anything is it? like that. No, it's no. more to do with a kind of a drug, isn't it? It's a drug. Oh, yeah. Well, those that take it want to be ashamed of oh, yeah. themselves.
1: According to the sun, there were Thousands of empty ecstasy wrappers littering the floor of the 250-foot-long hangar. Drugs, sex, sensation.
2: Some
0: newspapers have called acid house music a sinister and evil cult which lures young people into drug-taking. The message is certainly getting across. The organisers kept the location secret until the very last moment, which was the main reason, according to the papers, why there were so few police here and they were unable to act. Drug crazed kids, some as young as 12, boogied for eight hours yesterday at Britain's biggest ever ecstasy bash.
1: The party took place here, infiltrated by reporters from the Mail and the Sun. There's supposed to be a drugs related craze.
0: What do you know about acid house music? It must affect the brain in some way. Unless I'd it's rather. just the music that it does it. Who All knows? them lights flashing don't do you any good either, do <laughs> it? Oh, I wouldn't even go in the pub where them lights are. Oh, no.